2: It's gonna be a long night, guys. It's gonna be a long old night. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Andy. So it's not Andy, it's um it's Dan. Well it says oh, Andy's phone though. Right, well, I tell you what, why don't you call back when you're calling from your phone? How's about that? Well, no, Thanks very much for calling. Let's go to Philip.
3: G'day, this is Wally Dingo with your Rosie Rosewell. I can't be bothered. Good evening, Alan! Oh, fuck.
2: There we go. That's the first three calls done. It's gonna be one of those shows, guys. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Happy Left Handers Day! Uh, apparently, it's Left Handers Day. A whole day of left handedness. What's that, sir? Uh, how's that going for you? You celebrating that? You having a great time? You enjoying the left handed vibe as it carries on through the day? Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We shall see where we get to. We've got a studio that's not working. There's supposed to be a little red light on the microphone that's supposed to tell you when you're talking. And uh, they decided, yeah, you know what? Maybe the, maybe the traditional red light that is uh, is so iconic in broadcasting, you know, in television and in radio, that just, just maybe, maybe they've got it wrong for the last 100 years And um, we should just get rid of the red light. What could possibly go wrong? Well, just confusion as to whether it's on or not. That's all. Um, Good evening. This is Monday. It's eight minutes past ten. Are you having one of those days? I'm having one of those days, man. One of those days. My Irie knows no bounds. Does that make sense? Am I speaking English by saying Irie? Does that make sense? I'm not quite sure where the show is going to go tonight um it may go somewhere it may go nowhere let us see oh could i just say hello to uh he won't be listening but i had a lovely um brief email exchange with brian harvey formerly of 17 and then a lovely nice phone call with him about two hours ago spoke to brian harvey he won't be coming on the show for um uh well for obvious reasons as loads of you pointed out because his enemy is rupert murdoch who owns this station so of course he's not going to come on the show Uh, on a station owned by the bloke that he is furious with, and, uh, you know, as he says, has made his life um, a misery for the last 20, 25 years. Um, But he had a very nice chat with me, the the contents of which shall remain private. um, But suffice to say, I love Brian Harvey. I think he's a really nice lad. And I was phoning up, I was speaking to him kind of, well, I was. I've been worried about him. He's been posting these videos online. He's been, um, you know, talking about death threats and and, and all these kind of things. And it, it, it is possible if you look at the narrative as presented by some people on Twitter and by some of the newspapers that Brian Harvey is nuts. That's the narrative that he's nuts. That he's had to come kind of breakdown or he's drugged up to the eyeballs, man, or is something like that, and I was kind of, I worked with him years ago for a day on a terrible program, it must have been about, I was straight, so it must have been about 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, on this, I think I've told you this before, on this terrible program called To Chav or Chav Not, awful, it was a pilot and it was Channel 4, thought it would be a cool thing to have a show with the word chav in it. And it was awful, man. It was absolutely awful. And I'm so glad they didn't make it, but i hey, hate I got paid five hundred pounds to be there, so that was great for me um but I, and I liked him. we had a nice day, and I thought he was a funny guy and i I thought he was an interesting guy and um I liked him so seeing all this stuff about him in the press and Brian Harvey's nuts and all of that, I just I worried about the guy because he's a good guy um. So I kind of we we swapped phone numbers today, and he phoned me up, and I was worried that I would, you know, be just talking to a gibbering wreck. Suffice to say, Brian Harvey is very very clued up. He is as sharp as a pin. He is, um, from what I could tell, completely on the ball, and is um, with it. I know, so any worries about him being uh, drugged up or being uh, nuts! I would I would forget those. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Um, he knows exactly. He he's a bright lad and he's all right and he's doing all right. Um, I'm going to go out, going to go and visit him in a couple of weeks for a coffee and um, have a chat with him. But um, he won't be coming on the show and that's cool. But all of those people who are worried about Brian Harvey, he sounds all right to me. He did say. I did say you're right he said yeah i'm fine i said but you got death threats he said oh yeah, yeah i'm not bothered about it. um apart from the death threats i'm all right <laughs> flipping heck man come on it's not normal to be <laughs> get... anyway so that was that we've got now listen if you're watching on youtube youtube.com slash ian lee i'm holding up the logbook number two okay now this was a great idea that i had my, it was my idea entirely. Thank you, Hayley. Hayley, who's producing, said, that's a good idea. Was it Cath's? It was a great idea, and it was my idea, where we are asking you, dear listener, to log everything um, that happens in this show, because, to be honest, we can't be asked because we've got lives to lead. I've got cattle, 1,500 cattle I've got to feed. Man alive, feeding that many cattle is a nightmare um catherine's you know got her um legal studies to to do so we wanted you dear listeners to log everything in this logbook that happens in the shows and you could be creative you could be imaginative but it means that when we look back we go "Oh, i wonder what happened on august the 23rd and you go you go oh oh right look here we go steve had it and he's written down so that was the thing Nice idea, cool idea. And we send it out to you, then you send it back, then we send it on to the next person, then you send me, ba blah, 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 ba ba. Right. And um, then we were going to look at it on New Year's Eve. That was the plan to look at it on New Year's Eve and check it out and, and reminisce uh, and laugh about the good times we'd had on, on um, the late night alternative, Britain's most listened to late night phone and radio show. Um, and we sent it out to Eben in uh, Wales, and Eben dutifully filled it in and then sent it back. And we posted video footage of uh, me and Kath opening the envelope, not opening the book, putting it in another envelope, and sending it on to Gerard, who I think lived in Scotland. Right. Well, then we never got the book back. The book never came back from Gerard. Outrageous. Now, he claims he posted it. I don't want to accuse. I don't want to accuse a man of um, burglary, but I think he bur- I think he uh, th- he stole it. I think he stole it, and I won't be surprised if I go on eBay at some point and I see that book and it's coming from an area in Scotland. That's what I'm thinking. So we have a logbook number two. Again, it's an expensive showing up the the front page to people it's an expensive moleskin book this costs money my money this is about 20 quid the other one was about 25 dollars about 40 quid so far i've spent on um logbooks so we're going to send this out again right and here's the thing here is the thing um you've got it's going to be sent recorded delivery from now on i'm not pissing around with first class i'm not i'm not it's recorded delivery from now on okay because i just can't trust you guys i can't i cannot trust you to put a book in the post and send it back i just i just can't right so um recorded delivery now i want to start where um we left off Uh, not where we left off gerard is barred gerard is banned from having anything to do with this i'm not having a thief so what we want is we want Eben to um, start again. So Eben, I don't know if you're listening, Eben, but could you, if you're listening, can you call in? Because we want you to, if you want to, or even if you don't want to, to be honest, but we want you to call in and accept the role of the first logbook Keeper, num- logbook number two, keeper, and do all your work again. So, would you be up for doing that, Eben? Are you listening to the show? Maybe, I don't know, maybe you've died since we last spoke. That's possible. We haven't spoken for weeks. 0344 four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call Evan and anybody else who is listening to this uh this is the late night alternative on talk radio the wild
0: man of late night radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk
2: oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number good evening Evan. it's Evan.
4: hi ian
2: hey ebon how you're not dead
4: no, just been really enjoying life over the summer holidays. Oh,
2: what you do? What, what are you doing that is so enjoyable? And can I come and do it with you, please?
4: I've been on holiday. Shut up. A week and a half ago to the south of France, uh-huh. and I've been doing lots of work. And mm. I do, sound like a
2: doesn't sound like a great holiday so far. You've been doing lots of work.
4: But I enjoy the work I do. Okay. And I went on a bicycle, a scooter tour to Kenby today in Wales. And
2: when you say scooter, do you mean like a little uh, motor scooter?
4: Yeah, um, moped.
2: Beautiful. That's the way to travel, Eben. I've got to take my scooter in for an MOT tomorrow. And, well, last week my car's MOT cost me £350. I've got a feeling the scooter MOT is going to be quite stinky as well.
4: Yeah, lots
2: of little bets, too. Money, money, it's all money, it's all money. They're all after me for money, Eben. They're all after me for money. (laughs) Anyway, listen, man, you were the I hate to do this, but you were the first holder of the logbook, the original logbook. Yeah. It was was stolen by a Scottish guy called Gerard. Now, for legal reasons, I can't say it was stolen, but I think he stole it. Um, So, I was hoping that i i've got a new logbook logbook number 2 i was hoping that i could send it to you recorded delivery so that you could do your shiz in it and i'm saying shiz and then that when you finish you could send it back to us recorded delivery would that be okay yeah, of course, Did, no problem. This is what I. Listen, now, can I just say, guys? People saying that this whole country is screwed because we've got bigots and fascists in the government. Steve Bannon is going around talking to Boris Johnson and, and, and playing with his dingle dangle and Brexit. But then I hear the um, voice and the willingness of young people like Eben, and I know that these sceptered aisles are going to be okay, that we're going to do all right. If we've got people like Eben. And we've got this this great, this once great nation will rise like a phoenix from the ashes and will be great again. What do you think about that, Eben?
4: Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Sounds powerful, doesn't it? It's powerful speech. Yeah, very powerful. I've been, I've been um, reading a lot of Shakespeare this weekend, so I'm feeling very powerful. Not reading it, but I, I, I held a Shakespeare... Um, uh, DVD this weekend and I feel that by osmosis I've kind of picked up some of the vibe of it so Eben I'm um, going to pass you to Haley. she's going to take your details again okay? and then okay. she's going to give them to me and then I'm going to go to a post office tomorrow and recorded delivery I'm going to send this package to you okay man yeah okay that sounds perfect thank Th- you thank you Eben I appreciate it you're a good man um Vinnie can I ask you a question, Ian? Uh, yeah, of course you can.
4: Yes. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool?
2: Okay, this isn't the real Vinny.
4: Yeah, it's a Vinny impersonator, isn't it?
2: It's not the real Vinny impersonator, is it? What do you think about stem cell research? Is this the real Vinny impersonator? or Is it's this a, a real Vinny impersonator, yeah? Shut up, man, from the from like 12 years ago. I'm from West Ham in it. This is inc- these are incredible scenes. This means something to only five people listening, but th- it means a lot to me, Vinny impersonator. Is at ample parking facilities where you are? Yeah, right. Ample parking facilities.
4: Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. But uh, how, how is yeah, um, how is life for you? I, uh, to say the truth.
5: I uh, mm. I kind of got excited.
2: Uh oh, what happened, man? Got excited, didn't it? When did you get excited? All the time. Okay, well your voice is getting deeper. It already is. It's getting deep. Can it get any deeper than that? Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? L- uh, do you know what? I was with my kids at Coral Reef in Bracknell last week, and I peed Bonk. in the swimming pool about four times. punk My and my kids said, "Dad, I need to get out to go to the toilet." And I said, "Is it a wee or a poo?" And they said a wee. And I said, "Come on, guys, just do it now." Well, oh, that's, that's good, it's good, it's good. It's good, isn't it? Can yes. question. ask uh, you a you, you can, yes. Well, do you feel lucky? Do you? Punk. Mm, I don't feel that lucky today, actually, no. Punk. Sorry? What do you think about stem cell research? I think it's a good idea, and I think we should do more of it.
4: Stem cell research?
2: Yeah, I think it's a good idea, and we should do more of
4: it. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, already six shots for ten ninety-nine. Well, to tell you the truth, I kind of lost track of myself. What time is it? Uh, the number ninety-one bus was on time today. What no, What
6: time is it now though? Yeah, but the number one, number ninety-one bus was on time today. What day is it?
7: Uh, it's it's uh, uh,
2: uh, 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 uh. Okay, thanks very much for calling. It's Monday. There we go. That's oh, right. I wasn't sure if it was a soundboard or not, and it turns out it was an actual human being talking there. It's Monday. It's school holidays. Apparently, is it today or like it was this weekend or this day? Today, let's say it's today. Here's the thing I've discovered: if you say stuff with conviction, then it becomes true. So today is the day that um, parents run out of things to do with their kids in the school holidays. This is true. I read it. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, it the, today's the day that kids run out of uh, parents run out of things to do with their kids on the school holidays so that explains that call and i suspect we're going to get quite a few of those i'm going to open up the um skype as well i forgot to do this the other night so let's just see if we um... i've got too many windows open on my computer and i can't do it it's going to be one of those shows tonight I, i i wouldn't you know if you've got something better to do hello uh, if you got something better to do i would um i'd go out and do it if i were you uh you can skype if it will log in there's something very funny happening with this uh computer tonight don't quite know what that is something's happening hmm, hmm. oh there we go we're online you can skype late night alternative as well as calling 03444991000. We've kind of covered, if I'm honest, I've I've kind of covered the um, the main points that I was hoping would uh, uh, sustain us for three hours. I've done them in 26 minutes. That's a that's a little bit um that's a little bit concerning. So I don't really know. Where to go for the last two and a half hours. So, um. So let's go to the trail early. Unmissable
0: late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000,
2: Oh, 03444991000, you can Skype Late Night Alternative, it's all one word, everything is one word these days on the internet, I, I feel, um, oh apparently Eamon Holmes was in tonight, okay, so the Eamon Holmes, uh, stay at home sweepstake is on, I think I ca- I said he'd be in for nine days this month, um, some people had a little bit more, a little bit less, Um yes, you've, you've just been on. G'day mate, this is Bruce. Oh, jeez. Why are you just doing impersonations of calls that I had ten years ago? Yeah, no, 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 mate. It's Bruce. That's your Bruce calling from the uh, university office. Right, okay. I mean, do do you know what? I'm not in the mood tonight. If they were funny, I'd be in the mood, and if they weren't so obscure, I might be up for it. But I'm just not in the mood tonight. Oh, Matt, Well, well, I can put jazz on. Uh, uh. Do you you want me to put put something in the university office? But you you know how this works. You know that I can see your phone number when you call in, right? So I know that you're the the Vinnie impersonator and that you're also Susan from Holland on Sea. You know I can see all that, right? Well, I forgot I was Vinnie in it. Yeah. So I just, you know, listen, tonight's going to be a hard... It's going to be hard work, tonight's show, for me, but I suspect it's going to be harder work for the listeners. Um... So I'm I'm just kind of not feeling the vibe of you phoning up and doing a, a holy host of characters. You you know what I mean? Yeah, it's G-man in it. But these are people from 10, 12 years ago. No one knows them here. Yeah, my blast from the past isn't it. Well, but also all of your voices sound exactly the same. You'll just you might as well just go. Ah, it's Michael Caine in it because all you're doing is the only reason I know who you're supposed to be. I might. Michael yeah, Caine, huh. is not you're just saying the name. You just yeah, you're just saying the name, but in the same same little boy's voice. Do you wanna to listen to some Dutch music with me? Yeah, yeah, listen to some Dutch music and Okay here we go. Here's some Dutch music. Hang on, here we go. Yeah, listen
8: to what
2: Ian, I'm listening to some Dutch music, man. Hang on.
5: Yeah, i
7: know this one. Ian, you Watson.
2: Okay, who are you, man? Why are you doing this? Well, tell me about your life. Tell me who you are and what your life is is like.
7: Watson.
2: <laughs> hmm. Because I've got calls coming in now, so I mean, you can turn this around by telling me about your life. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Or well, you don't fancy that?
4: The number nine one was on time
2: today. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen.
7: Oh, hi, Ian. Um, Did you happen to hear Howard Hughes' programme last night?
2: Um, I heard some of it, and I've fell asleep as i often do why who what wh- why what bit are you referring to well the middle hour
7: the guy that you would have known about because it's your kind of thing um, alan green
2: John. oh no I, I did hear a bit of alan green and um he's the guy that thinks there's all kinds of codes and stuff in shakespeare now here's the thing about alan green he used to work with davy jones of the monkeys
7: that was mentioned, actually. In fact, Howard spent the first 15 to 20 minutes talking about the music side of things with him so, just, just just to set the scene for us who didn't know anything about him, you see. See, so,
2: I missed that bit, and I woke up about halfway uh, through.
7: Ah, no, well that's what made me think of you, because knowing a fan, you know, that you're a fan of monkeys, you know, he um, starts sort off talking about monkeys a lot. Right, I mean, well, let will... me.
2: Can I play you a song that he wrote for Davy Jones, and Davy Jones would sing this well into his 40s. You ready for this? It's a great okay. song, it's by Alan Green, who was a guest on Howard Hughes' show last night, and this is a song that he wrote for Davy Jones. Here we go. Hang on a minute, let me jump forward a minute.
3: It's not... Here we go.
2: Japanese, a hit in Japan.
9: David Jones, Great Britain. Get to the singing, Jones.
10: Hang on, here we go.
2: Here we go. Here's, here's a song written by uh, Howard Hughes's guest last night, that David Jones sang well into his 40s. <laughs> He's saying David Jones a lot in this clip. Here we go.
4: Thirty-six.
11: Baby.
2: Here we go. So this is the song that he wrote and um, enjoy.
11: Jones from Great
10: Britain.
2: (laughs) Not the greatest recording, but really listen to the lyrics, Stephen. (laughs) go. Sung by a man well into his forties.
9: Can I be your steady guy? Can I take you out on Saturday night? Please say yes, don't put up a fight Cos the fixed is alright
2: It's night. quite romantic so far, isn't it, Stephen? It's
9: not bad. Yeah, yeah. You know I have a car On Saturday night, I'm a big star my friends say, watch out, because of how young you are. Sorry. But I've been watching you for some time, and I think that we're going to go far. But but <inaudible>
2: ba you'll soon be 16. Right, that means she's 15. He's singing a horny love song to a 15-year-old while he's in his 40s written by Mr Alan Green, guest on Howard Hughes' show last night. But he's a nice guy. Apart from the, that pedo song, he's a nice guy. He,
10: he said,
7: Ian, that um, when, when the monkey started, it was his dad, Alan Green's dad, that was watching it back oh. in the six, 60s. And he said, oh, come on, watch this thing. And he said, oh, no, I don't, don't like it. And the reason for that was simple jealousy because they lived around the corner from each other in oh. Manchester. Oh.
10: That's...
7: Alan Green was sort of like in a different region, beat in a part of Manchester to David, David Jones. And it was jealousy on Alan's part because, he's thinking, well, I'm, I, I'm am a musician and I'm trying, trying to get on in the world. And there's this kid from, you know, a couple wow. of miles away who's made it big in the USA and is part of this series. Amongst, oh, I can't stand him. And, and he said it was sheer irony that a few years later, mm. he became the musical director for days. David Jones, so, you know, I mean...
2: Here's, the, th- here's so the thing, do you know how he made his, um, money in the 80s, apart from working with David Jones, he was, you know um, uh, you know Arthur, the lovable drunk, played by Dudley Moore? Oh yeah, yeah. He was an Arthur impersonator. Truly, yeah. He was an yeah. Arthur. I've I've seen video. I've got video footage of him impersonating Arthur. Anyway, that was Howard's show last night, and 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 I, and I heard a bit of it. I heard about him X-raying. Uh, I heard about him doing a concert in a church, and they then they tricked the owners of the church by turning all the lights off so his team could go and secretly X-ray an altar. Um, it sounded, oh. it sounded fascinating. I might listen to it. I might listen to it at a later date. Well, I would do.
7: I mean, it, it was. A- it's not very esoteric a bit about Shakespeare because yeah it was where Shakespeares buried they um did some x-ray thing around the tomb, and they found uh, a cavity that is much bigger than would normally be found in a church and yes. things like that you know? so yeah I mean it's it was
2: typical how to use stuff but had someone Bullshit. <laughs> to- <laughs> it's the main thing Shadipone. sorry um <laughs> yeah I will ch- I will check it out Stephen thank you very much uh, for that let's go to Kerry. hey Kerry.
11: Hello there. Shanty pony. Yes, Kerry.
2: <laughs> that was you.
11: <laughs> Shanty pony. That was
2: you. Did and you have I a did... good few days off? Um... Shag a pony. Sorry. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hello, Kerry. Good. Good evening. Did to you. you have a
8: good few days
2: off? On Friday night, I took the night off, and me, and my friend Conan went and saw. Um Stephen Page live at the Union Chapel. It was a great gig. It's a wonderful venue, the Union Chapel. The only problem with it is that there's it's a church, right? It's a it's oh. an old church. And um it's got a lot of natural reverb in it. So when Stephen was talking to the audience through the microphone, it was really hard to understand what he was saying because it was like echoing everywhere. So a lot of his, um, and he's a very very funny man. So a lot of his banter uh, fell a little bit flat because um, you couldn't you just couldn't hear it. You had to really strain to hear it, but it sounded great. Kevin on the cello and uh, Craig, uh, Craig on the guitar. It was a great gig. Kerry had a great evening. I got the train into London. I got the train out of London back to my farm. Um, <laughs> it was li- living. I had to get up early to feed the cows, fifteen hundred cows. Yeah. It was great. How about how was your weekend? Well, funnily enough, I was driving along on
8: Saturday, and a track came on the radio. I was listening to Zoe Ball, and a track came on the radio, and I thought, God, that's a Mark and T-Rex track I've never heard before. Mm. And then when it went off, she said it was Miles Kane and his new single, Cry On My Guitar. Oh! And my God, it was the absolute rip-off of Mark Boland and T-Rex, oh, and that's just my opinion. Yeah,
2: that's just your but, opinion, yes.
8: <laughs> but I remember the days when, even if you played a few bars that sounded the same as someone else they used to take you to court.
2: Well, he's dead, isn't he, Boland, so he can't sue anybody well, yeah. now.
8: Well, yeah, and he's got no one on his side now. because No one's you know, on his no side
2: because they all, they all fell on the side of rock yeah. And music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I was out, speaking of um, uh, glam rockers, um, yeah. I went out to, to Aylesbury um, to meet someone uh, to take my kids and meet someone for a coffee in Aylesbury, right? Ooh. So we went to Aylesbury, and then we walk in through this little tunnel, and there was um, this weird, multi-headed statue that my kids were terrified of, absolutely petrified of. Ooh. And I went, "Go and stand next to it. I take a picture." I, I don't want to. Go and stand there. So there's, I've got a picture of them sort of stood about three foot each away from the, the statue, sort of looking over their shoulder at it, thinking it's going to come alive. And it's got several heads on it, right? And I took pictures of the heads and sent them to some friends and said, right, who do you think this is? And we had suggestions, uh, Brian Ferry was, a loads of people suggested. It's a statue of David Bowie, right? Oh, It doesn't look anything like David Bowie. And what's David Bowie got to do with Aylesbury? God knows. I I mean, I don't think he was born in... Isn't he East London? I don't... Yeah. What's he got to do with Aylesbury? I don't know. It's the the weirdest thing, man. Idiots. Well,
8: if you get a chance, will you check out this Miles Kane single and tell me what you think? Because, gosh honestly it was even the voice the vibe the chords the you know even some of the words some of the lyrics
2: yeah okay well Say i I, I, I will um i will listen to it and i'm going to if you it's if about. it if it is what's this guy's name harry kane no no <laughs> no that's the other one that's a footballer miles kane miles kane well if it is i'm going to go around and i'm going to throttle him How dare he steal from our mark? How dare he? He even
8: even said, I come undone, which is a Robbie Williams lyric.
2: Oh.
8: You know what I mean? It's Mm. as though he hasn't got any ideas of his own.
2: He's he's a musical magpie. Hey, Aretha Franklin died.
8: Oh, she died. I I knew she'd been ill. I
2: think she died. I know she's been ill. I know she was oh. very ill. I'm going to say yeah. she died because Limmy did a... I once met Aretha Franklin at a charity do. She was very down-to-earth and very funny. That usually oh. means that someone's died. Oh. Um, so if I've jumped the gun a little bit there with Aretha, I apologise, but, you know, it's, you might as well get it in early, I suppose. Yeah, you might really. as well. Yeah. I thought, here's the thing. I thought, she'd, um, I thought she'd died already. Did you? Yes, I did, yes, yes. yes oh, dear. Yes, I did. <laughs> I thought she'd died already. There was someone else... Um. Oh, no, that was just it. All right, Kerry, thanks. All right, goodbye. Touchy bye, touchy bye. 03444991000, this is Talk Radio.
0: Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Oh, 03444991000 four, is the telephone number. You can Skype as well. Late Night Alternative is all one word. It's Monday, man. Listen. Ease into the way. I'm knackered. I had a great weekend. My boys came and saw the farm. They loved it. Although, um, we had to, and this was an app that was recommended to me by Andrea, who calls the show a lot, right? She told me about this ghost hunting app you can get on your phone. Okay. And what it does is it gives you like a little radar and it picks up all of the ghosts that are nearby you and it tells you that there are ghosts nearby. And it tells you what kind of ghosts they are. This is is an app. And so my youngest, the six-year-old, who, do you remember he came in and was all gobby with you guys and was um, asking for ghost stories from you. And then when you started telling him the ghost stories, he burst into tears. That guy. So he spent all um, Sunday, all all day yesterday, playing with this um, ghost hunting app. And then, then he got a bit overtired, right, And because he, he'd been up all day and he'd been up early and uh, and then he started, and he, he bricked it. He got terrified and started crying and then he was in the bath and he was crying and then I pulled a towel off of a, the rail and it, it clipped the door handle and it made a noise and he started crying and he was crying and I was getting fraught and then my eldest was scared and my eldest wouldn't go into the bedroom to get his pyjamas because he didn't want to leave me and everyone's crying and I'm going, ''Come on, guys!'' I'm de- do you want me to delete the app yes i do right deleting the app that's it the app is deleted and i know that tomorrow morning you'll ask me to download it again and i never will is that it was that kind of vibe um and of course the next morning you wanted me to download the app oh man by the way as well you know I, i'm in this new farmhouse now which is probably haunted i think it's built on an ancient um uh, native american burial ground and at some point in September, I'm going to have a seance there. Midnight seance, Saturday night. I'm going to stream it live. Kath's going to be there, uh, my mate Scott Balcony, Dan, Dredge. Um, and you will be there, dear viewer. By, you'll be watching it on my YouTube channel. And um, so many people now, so many sensible people, so many people of books, reading and science have come up to me and said, uh, I don't... You know what... I don't think you should be doing that seance. Sorry? I don't think you should be doing that seance. You know seances are nonsense, right? Yeah, I do, but... I don't know if you should be messing with that stuff, man. My sister, who is who, who has a degree in English literature. The most intelligent person I know. I don't think you should be... Me- but Joe, you know it's rubbish, yeah? Yeah, I know it's rubbish, but... I just don't think you should be... Um... I don't think you should be playing around with stuff like that. Are these people idiots? It makes me all the more determined to do it. It makes me all the more determined to have a seance. What do you reckon, Jackie, Are you in? All right there, lad, it's the plastic set. Hey, Jackie! Hey, Jackie!
11: Yeah, I just thought I'd le- uh, dare phone you up I like, can tell you how to talk proper scouser. Oh, you were you. on
2: my Facebook chat earlier on. I was
11: before me, that's why I'm phoning you up now, so you can learn how to talk proper, like hey. what they you over there, all right?
2: Yeah,
11: hey, uh, Jackie, Jackie! you got to get that <laughs> back of the throat, lad. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah,
2: got and, it.
11: And now you know how I talk over here. Now you see,
6: I'm uh, not a Scouser. You are.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. Well, okay. You okay. live in the, you live on the Wirral. Yeah. Which is is Liverpool.
11: No, we're, we're a peninsula. Peninsular. We're between Liverpool and North Wales, and we're the little sticky out bit.
2: Um, then why don't you speak with a Welsh accent? Aha!
11: Not with a name like Parry. you know that's just marriage only, I'm afraid. Are you related
2: to Mike Parry?
11: Who, Parry? Who? Who? Uh, Mike Parry. Probably somewhere down the line. Not, am that's my married name. My Mike maiden Parry. Name? Yeah, my maiden name was Kemble, K-E-M-B-L-E. Oh,
2: what's a bit posh in it going up that's in the awesome. world of the Parrys? Yeah,
11: yeah my mum, my mum was from um, Yorkshire.
2: Yeah. Yeah, e-bag, um,
11: um, and all that.
2: You, 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 um, you know that séances aren't real, don't you? I've been to a few. Yeah. Um,
11: I don't. Yeah, I'm oh. a bit sort of, yeah, go for it if you want to do it, it's up to you, it's your house and everything, no, but, but, you, you know, s- you've just got to be careful, I think. But you've got to be careful of
2: what? <sighs> what you might bring in. Well, I'm not going to bring anything in. Are we well, talk you talking about calf go, coming round? Can you try it? Well, no, you do, no, because you can't talk to dead people, certainly not with a bit of wood that is made by Waddingtons and a glass.
11: Yeah, well, a seance and a Ouija board, are, I would imagine there's a little bit different there. Ouija mm. boards are... Huh?
2: bit bad, aren't they? They're a bit bad? They're a bit bad. Uh, well, hang on a minute. Why? why? Well, I've been, to, I've been to
11: a Ouija board one as well. I mean, I was only a kid then, and it was a bit... um yeah. oh, don't like that. I watch all the most haunted and all that rubbish on the telly when that used to come
2: out, so you yeah.
11: enjoy watching things like that. Yeah.
2: I like things like that, but there you go. If you want to do it, you go and do it. to your house. Come round no. to my house and do a Ouija board with me, Jackie.
11: Oh, yeah, right, okay. You pay me train fare and everything, I'll get, get down there.
2: Get, yeah, get out, get out of here, you, <laughs> you loser. Um... Speaking of losers, good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Oh, I'm pissed off. Why what's wrong? Well, I oh, nothing. I don't know. I'm just a bit pissed off tonight, you know. i just, bit I just, tired. Oh, yeah, a bit tired, maybe. Been a long old weekend. Good weekend. Best weekend since um, Manchester weekend. Uh, um, but it's a good old weekend. I loved it. But oh, I'm tired. Oh, and, I'm, nice. and I'm a bit, you know. And I've got I'm unpacking fatigue, right? I've unpacked. I've filled up everywhere... That I can with unpacked stuff, and I've still got loads of boxes of stuff to unpack. I've got no way to put it. Have you got a game room? Have I got a what? Game no, mate. I'm um forty-five-year-old man. I've got an office. Oh, okay. And also, right, get this. So the the bin men come on Fridays, right? And on the first Friday they collect your rubbish, and then the second Friday they collect. Your recycling. Jeez, well that's stupid. Where I come from, they collect both on the fr- on the Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday. Oh. So um so I put so I put out my recycling on Friday, which was basically I've got so much cardboard now, Jerry. Boxes and I've had stuff from Ikea and on so I've got a lot of cardboard, okay? So I filled up the recycling bin with cardboard, and it's about one tenth of the cardboard. I have to get rid of, right? And so I came back Friday night, and the cardboard was still in the recycling bin. Take me. I thought, what's this? And they put, like, a little sticker, a little label on my, um, my bin, my blue bin. They're blue where I live. And it said, we could not empty this. It is contaminated. Here is a list of things we cannot recycle, right? Cardboard was on... They cannot recycle cardboard where I live. Putting their money in it, that's fine. What? But bag in a minute. Cardboard is one of the most recyclable things of all times. You can make more cardboard out of it. And they'd left. I've never known such a nonsense. I've never known it. I was I was fuming.
12: How many recycle How many recycle bins have you got then?
2: I've got one recycle bins Bin. What do you mean, how many recycling bins? I've got a recycling bin. I've got a rubbish bin. Got a guard. <laughs> shut, up, shut up, I'm listing my bins. I've got a, re- a guard. Re- i again. I've got a recycling bin. I've got a rubbish bin. I've got a garden waste bin. And get this I've got a food bin. Well, that's never going to get. You want me to keep my manky old food? No, not a chance. That goes in the rubbish. The food goes in the rubbish bin. Hello? Hi. Okay. Anything else? Okay, thanks for calling. I felt like I was doing all the work there. You know what I mean? I don't trust the food recycling bin. I'm not going to... I'm not doing that. I've never done... What? What is that? That's not killing the planet, me putting the, the food in... Th- what, what, do they give it to homeless people? I hope not. That would be disgusting. So, no, the food goes in the rubbish, but they couldn't... They refused... To take my cardboard away. Is that... I don't want to get all local radio on your ass. But I feel like I'm getting local radio on your They wouldn't take the cardboard away? Jeez. That was outrageous. Outrageous behaviour. Oh, by the way, do you remember what I said the other week? The great conspiracy theory that I've come up with and I think it's good, we're getting prepared for it. Meghan Markle's dad's going to be murdered by the royal family. It's totally happening. He's on the front page of two of the papers, at least two of the papers today. He's on the front page of the. Um, why haven't I got the sun? Could you get me the sun, please? Uh, oh, no, here we, go, here, we go, here 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 we go. So he's on the front page of the mirror and the sun. Honestly. I bet you, and now they're saying, oh, by the way, so Meghan Markle's dad's being a bit of a dick, he hung up on Prince Harry, and he's kicking off that he's never going to see his daughter again. Oh, by the way, he doesn't eat very healthily, and he's overweight, and he's got a bad heart. They are totally setting us up for the murder of uh, Meghan Markle. Um, There we go, let's go with the mirror. Inhumane. Tom, 74, says he wanted to give speech at wedding but told no room. Thomas Markle has reignited his row with the royals in a fresh outburst at daughter Meghan. He claims she wanted him to cut off his other children and would not let him speak at her wedding. His family called her inhumane. I'm kind of coming down on the side of the royals on this and actually they should take him out. Because this guy's a pain in the ass. This guy's going to... um This guy is going to drag our country and our royal family through the Texan mud. Meghan Markle's family—it's her sister. Sister's an idiot. Meghan Markle's family has branded her cruel and inhumane for allegedly snubbing their dad. Sister's a sister's a dick. It came after Thomas Markle Sr. claimed Meghan told him he could not make a speech at her wedding to Prince Harry as there would be no room for it in the Windsor Castle extravaganza. Last night, her half-brother, Tom Jr., 51, told The Mirror, For a few quid, I bet. I bet they gave him 50 quid and a packet of tabs. Told The Mirror he believes she has changed since joining the, joining the royal family. <laughs> of oh, she's changed. She's a member of the royal family, you absolute pudding. One of the the greatest family in the world. Remember, those guys are better than you. They're better than me. I'm British, so they're better than you. Yank. He said, throughout our lives, Dad always put Meg first, above me and my sister. But if what he's saying is true, it appears she is abusing his love for her. It's selfish, cruel even. He gave her everything. And now she is giving him nothing but her back. I want to shoot her with a gun, which is legal over here. And if she comes over here, then that's what I might do. Mr. Markle, Sr., 74, said he was devastated, at not even, even receiving a formal invitation to his daughter's wedding. He said, like any father, I wanted to say a few words I was going to recount how she brought the news to me about dating Harry. Daddy, I've met a man. Daddy, he's English. Daddy, he's a prince. I thought it was a cute story. I was going to thank the royals for welcoming my beautiful daughter into their family. But it was a speech I was never going to be allowed to give. That hurt. "'Careful what you say, mate, because the SAS are the finest killing machines in the world.' "'Tom Jr. lashed out at his sister's treatment of Mr. Markle, saying, "'They say blood is thicker than water, but perhaps the blue blood of the royals now runs through Meg's veins. "'It's heartbreaking to see how this has changed her and the devastation it's caused my family.' Anyone who saw Meg when she was growing up knew her and my dad were inseparable. Now it looks as though they may never speak again. And that is, if you know how that man speaks, that is a spot-on impression of the guy. That is, that is spot-on. Mr. Markle Sr. – I hope there's no more speaking from them. Cause it's, uh, Mr. Markle Sr. claims his three-month rift with ex-suits actress Megan, 37, began when she told him to stop speaking to eldest daughter Samantha after she publicly criticised her. Uh, it goes on and on. Yeah, basically, he's butthurt that he wasn't allowed to go to the wedding. The half-brothers and sisters are money-grabbing scumbags, and the British press – and the newspapers and Good Morning Britain and all these people that pay the money to air their abhorrent, obnoxious views should um, cut off the funding them and um, let them get on with their miserable, miserable, jealous existences. That's what I'm saying. But I, I genuinely, I genuinely, I think Meghan Markle's dad. I, I, I would be surprised if he makes it to Christmas. I've oh, got some sad news to report. Meghan Markle's father has passed away of natural causes. Yeah, right. All right, Dr. David Kelly. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, it's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, you know the rules. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. Um, Meghan Markle's dad being murdered by the Queen... I bet she'd like to do it herself. I bet she's got a tight grip. Um, Running out of ideas for the kids. Whatever you want to chat about. And you know what? It's that weird kind of Monday vibe. I don't know. I don't know where the show's going to go. It might not be a particularly great show tonight, but who cares? We're going to do it. We're contractually obliged to do it. So we will oh, 03444991000 four, won't cost you anything at the most it will cost you pennies you'll speak to Hayley tonight who will take your name and number and give you a call straight back this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio
3: we have ways of making you talk
2: Later, 21st century period, McCartney it rocks, man. kicks There we go. Okay, that bit's a bit silly. That bit sounds like Jem. Do you remember Jem? Not as in truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous. Jem, the the woman. I had one of her albums. It was good. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You can Skype Late Night Alternative, a free form, um unstructured uh show. It's it is uh Britain's most listened to late night show anywhere in Britain um right now and it's very, very popular. People love it, lots of big numbers and very, very big numbers. So hang in there, guys. Let's go to Morris. Good evening, Morris. Hello Hello yes, Morris, here, my friend. Yes. Hello.
7: You, I love you, you're beautiful, you're, you're very good. I listen to you every night. You made me go to sleep at time. And I am, I just want to say thank you very much because you're
10: a really
2: nice guy. But why are you doing, uh, Jesus Christ, man. Listen, you're doing the Borat voice. You're 15 years too late. No, I don't like Borat. Borat is not very good. Neither are you, man. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not in the mood for it tonight, but thanks for your call. There we go. Uh, let's try Ben. Hello, Ben.
13: Hello, mate. Hello, Ben. Mm, yeah, um, seances. I've never done one, but the mediums. You just reminded me that I saw a program. Yeah. Darren Brown, when he exposed the mediums and that fellow think, thought he could talk to the dead. Oh, yeah, go on. What happened? Well, he just got exposed as being oh. an utter fraud. It's yeah. all gobbledygook, really isn't it? Darren Brown actually said in this documentary, I, th- I saw a live show of it, so I'm not too sure if he said it in the live show, but these two sisters. Years and years ago, when he yes. talks about the history of magic and all this sort of thing. Yes. 2 si- I'm sure he said two sisters started yeah. this, you know, clairvoyancy thing up. And they had it going for years, and other people started to do it as well. And then, before they died, they admitted that it was all a shower of absolute sewage. Um, so, the actual two people that, you know, started doing this clairvoyancy hundreds of years ago, whatever, okay. admitted... It was but
2: those, let me flat, play, flat. now let me play the advocate yeah. of uh, uh, Sieur Ladeville. Uh, yeah. Those two examples that you've given don't prove that the whole industry is a sham. My, come on. No, 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 no. I, I'm not saying whether it isn't, but those, t- you giving me two instances yeah, well, all, uh, doesn't disprove the whole industry.
13: Because I know that that so person I've, is. I've don't even. John- no,
2: no, no. Hang on, Ben. Don't even describe them, because that person no, is. Ve- okay, no, I'm Ben. Shut up, gonna... Ben. But just shut up and listen okay. for a second, because I'm trying I'm to cover my ass and your okay. ass. Don't even. Here's the thing. By saying I'm not going to name them, but then describing them, that makes it obvious no, who it is. Right. And that person is extremely litigious, so don't. No Thank you. But Hello.
13: Yes. But what about when they say I've got John through? And John's telling me to tell you to feed the cat or water the deaths.
2: Hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, when they're on the stage, it's never anything... Hang on a minute. Did you just get a message from a guy called John about a cat? A cat. Because yeah. my Uncle John died six months ago and yeah. he loved my cat. Right. Uh, yeah. So how did you do that then? How, oh. how do you explain what you just did then if it's all fake? It, it, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a clairvoyant, Ian. Well, then yeah. there you go, then, you see. Yeah, it's, uh, something is coming through you. Yeah, yeah. I'll come through you really. Something is, well, listen, I think it's all bullshine, but the number sure. of people, Ben, when they'd
13: I've be said I'm... Um, uh, surely they would be studying at Oxford and Cambridge and Harvard and all these scientists. And oh, like, <laughs> Oxford and
2: know. Cambridge and Harvard, you say?
13: Well, the, sure, no, the they would there's none, you know go up to Oxford and speak to these professors or you know, to get a government loan to then start up a college course where the government are going to... Fa- yeah, just, You're never going to get anywhere. I, it um, nonsense. It's okay, nonsense.
2: Okay, but then how come whenever I tell people I'm going to do a Ouija board seance? Because it's
13: fear. Because we're all conditioned, aren't we? It's but like but, but you, why are
2: people scared of a, t- it's a... It's owned by Waddington's, right? It's a I, tiny I, well, little I
13: told bit... Of, you, the most haunted place in London yeah. was... On the 14th floor of a tower block in this flat, number 3A or something, you wouldn't believe me. But if I said it was down some country lane, some big old detached house, thatched roof, you'd believe me. It's because we're conditioned. You know, I think all the horror films and all the stuff we've seen with the houses, it's always a detached house. It's never a flat. It's never a bungalow. You know, the most haunted house in England is a bungalow down in Eastbourne. It's nonsense. You're more likely to believe it's a big detached house, you know, all these big grounds and. You know what you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, we're just influenced by our surroundings, aren't we? We've been programmed to believe. You know how many, how many horror films? How many big Hollywood films have we seen with flats and tower blocks being haunted? none? It's I
2: really, am.
13: Um, you know what I mean. That's my opinion. Anyway. I'll just. Uh, continue.
2: Um. I'm I'm looking at Ouija boards on Amazon. Right? Yeah. In and Amazon. Right. And I'm and I'm. Uh, I want to find a. Uh, uh, I want <laughs> to just. So you've got
13: to touch the Ouija board, eh? I want to well, find. You've got a to touch
2: headline. the glass. Well, you've got to have a glass or a planchette.
13: And then you have to put, place your finger on it, but no, but everyone swears they're not pushing it or influencing it in any yeah. way. Um, uh, no. Mate, that glass will never move unless somebody touches
2: it. Um. It. Uh, yeah. Well, the, here's a review of a Ouija board um, on Amazon. Right. It, it works! Didn't believe in that before. I tried it with my friends. P.S. Very well made board. this it's, it, it, it all works off the fear, though, doesn't it? Hang on a minute. Why don't you, um, uh, Ben, say hello to George. Hello, George. Hello, Ben. Hello. Ben, George, what do you reckon to what, um,
14: Ben is saying? Well, he's wrong. Uh, and, go and on, it, tell him why. Um, because of what I experienced, uh, about 42 years ago. Right. And, uh, I didn't have a Ouija board. I think Ouija boards were banned for a while. I don't know when they lifted the ban on them, but, uh, I had Scrabble letters and a right. y- yes and a no. Yeah. And, um, <coughs> three, three friends and the four of us Mm. Um, sat down and uh, the the lady that was conducting the seance she she said is there a spirit in the house and nothing happened (laughs) and and, uh, I I, I sort of laughed and tried again and nothing happened the second time either but the third time uh, is there a spirit in the house? The glass moved to to yes. And uh, Kay was the lady conducting the séance, and she she asked the spirit to identify itself, and it spelt out David. Now I, I had a a close friend called David who who had died a few years earlier, and. Um, Lots of coincidence had been happening. There just couldn't be coincidences in in my life.
2: Or they could be coincidences. That's an uncommon name,
14: though, David. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but but, but, uh, David came through and and gave uh, um, three uh, messages to me. The first was that he he was... uh, Worried about his sister, said she had to go and see a doctor uh, right. uh, uh, urgently. Yeah. Um, the second one, the glass, moved very quickly to three letters, repeatedly, uh, OCP, OCP, OCP. Uh, Kay asked, yeah. uh, are these the initials for a book? And the glass but hang on
2: a minute this doesn 't right this doesn't <laughs> this proves that uh, this doesn 't prove that Ouija boards work. This could simply mean and ben i don 't know what you'd think yeah. about this that Kay's good at pushing the glass
14: yeah no no no, nobody was pushing the glass and and uh, as as things developed, I was able to communicate with David just on my own and and, 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 so and the glass
2: was moving completely on its own.
14: With my finger on it. Right,
2: okay, so you were pushing the glass. No, I wasn't pushing the glass. Because it's psychologists it. would argue that mm. the, the glass being moved, if your fingers are on it, are either a yeah. deliberate attempt to try and prove something, or a subconscious um, yeah, uh, thing. Yeah.
14: I, I, I mean, it developed into automatic writing, and then it developed to, to me being able to hear David's voice in, in my head. And uh, right. I, I, I was taken on a a, a five month trip with, in 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 which many voices spoke in my head. And
2: Ben, and, what are your ben, what are your thoughts on um, George's uh, five month trip?
13: Well, um, it was a long time ago. I mean, was this forty two years ago?
14: Yeah, and I spent I spent nearly six years trying to write a book about what happened to me in those yeah. five months, which I yeah. I, I I never. Completed, yeah. but uh, I, I don't think anything's going to work for you, Ian, in this séance because unless you're open to the possibility that you, you could communicate with well, something out there, I
2: am don't. open to the possibility There's no point in doing it if you're not open to the possibility. Ben, thanks for that. I want to. Um, this this could be fun. Um, George, say hello to Ken. Hello,
1: Ken. Hello. Is it George? Is it? Hello, Ian and George. Yes. Yes, George. Yes, uh, clairvoyancy and uh, seances, in my opinion, much of it is fakery and uh, not genuine. But some of it is genuine. In fact, uh, necromancy is what the clairvoyants are actually actually practicing, George. Necromancy is trying to contact dead spirits. Now, you said earlier that. Uh, Somebody claims that their brother spoke to them and gave them a message. That might be false. Most of that would be false. But some of it is actually true, and they're in contact with demonic forces. And the demonic forces can pass on a message by uh, telling lies to deceive the people. In fact, spiritism is is quite... I remember I used to live in Portsmouth, and there was a very powerful spiritism, church there, I used to walk past it and pray against it so there is a supernatural r- 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 realm George and uh,
14: well, I, 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 I am aware of that because I, I communicated with that around 42 years ago and went through several exorcisms as a result of what I was being made to experience then so mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I I am aware of what you're talking about and, 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 uh, if, yeah, if, if you open yourself up to that sort of communication, all, all sorts of things can happen and, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, I, 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 w- I wouldn't uh, personally recommend, uh, a, a, a anyone dabbling in, uh, with, yes. with, 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 with the Ouija board, but, but as I say, from my first experience and and the messages that I I received in 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 that first communication, uh, I did phone David's uh, sister immediately after the séance, and and uh, uh, her husband uh, answered the phone and told me she'd been having some stomach pains or something, and he'd he'd take her to the doctor in the morning. And, uh, it turned out she did have some sort of cyst on the womb that was not that serious, but but, but it, it did require a small operation or something. And the OCP turned out to be a book called uh, Occult and Clairvoyant, uh, uh, I can't remember what the P stood for but there but was a book that, w- that was important for me to, to, to read yeah. at, at, at the time so, so as I say m- my experience w- was yeah, very genuine and very very relevant. And, and however, uh, however, George,
1: George, the problem is with this. What I've read about it, and also have some experience of it myself in Canada and Indian Native reserves. Those who participate in these type of things, what they do is, and you've already mentioned it, they open their door, they open the door of their hearts to be taken over by demons who actually hate us, and the, much of the. The results from this is great depression, suicide and addictions result in the future and destruction of families. So it's very, very dangerous uh, uh, thing to get involved in. When I lived in Canada, we used to go to the Indian Native Reserves to... Uh, preach the gospel and hold meetings with the native people. There's a lot of good born-again Christians in the native people who have been delivered from alcoholism and drug addiction. Now they, they follow Jesus. But in, in, in the reserve, George and Ian, they, they have medicine men there, witchcraft men, uh, who put spells. This is actually happening to do in Canada and in America and in Africa. I've got African friends who are involved in this and know about it. And they actually put curses on the people they don't like in the reserves. And when we used to go to the meetings, quite a number of occasions, the Indians would turn up asking for prayer because a curse had been put on them. And then by the power of the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus, these were cast out of the people.
14: The name of the name of Jesus has only existed for about four hundred years, so I don't know why you you're bringing Jesus up when there was no such person as Jesus in the Bible.
1: Come on now, that's another subject George We're talking here about the sciences and uh, clairvoyance and supernatural There is a supernatural realm And also it's highly connected to drug addiction and drug taking Which will greatly increase the, the closer we come to the second coming of Jesus so I would just say to anybody who's listening, Ian, that if you're tampering with these things, be very careful. And if you feel that you've been cursed, or if you've come under a depressive spirit, I would encourage you to find a good born-again church, a Pentecostal church, even an African Pentecostal what, 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 second
14: coming? What second coming of Jesus are you talking about? I mean, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke's gospel, he, he, he said he would return with... Uh, during the lifetime of the generation that he was talking to and no. and he never did so that makes him out to be a false prophet in those days. no prophecies. no
1: george you've got it wrong george jesus is coming back when israel was is returning to back their homeland and that happened in 1948 when they also gain control of Jerusalem, the now have sovereign control of Jerusalem. Now we're in the season when Jesus, can ret- when Jesus can return, George. We don't know the day of our George, but we know the season, and we are in it now. The clock is ticking for the second coming of Jesus, and the whole focus of world attention will be on Israel and Jerusalem.
14: You really don't know what you're talking about. Okay,
1: that's uh, so what the Bible teaches, George. Maybe you should read it there with an open heart. But that's your choice, my friend. I'm not here to judge you. I've read it, it a, a lot supernatural deeper supernatural than you. Gosh.
14: I've read it a lot deeper than you've read it, Ken. Uh, oh, read, it, read it from beginning to end twice, and the second time I was guided by my late friend David to read it and understand it and uh, understand that all the characters within it are fictional characters. But there's a deeper story being told beneath the fictional stories. Yes, you know how many
1: prophecies that Jesus the Messiah fulfilled when he came here approximately 2,018 years ago, George? He never, he never, he never... never Jesus Jesus the Messiah, George, literally fulfilled 351 prophecies written in the Old Testament to prove he is the Messiah of Israel. Why, does every,
14: why, why, why does every gospel contradict the other? Why, why is the inscription on the cross different in every gospel? Uh, why? Why? why, why, why
1: there's, no, the, there's, no, there's no contradictions in the Bible. Jesus Christ, King of the Jews, is written above the, the, the Lord's
14: head. Every critical writer the, describes a different inscription on the cross. Critical study of the Bible has been
1: on since it's been written, George, and there's no one yet disproved the word of God. But that's another matter, George. I don't want to really discuss that unless you want to. No, but no I want I mean, to ask you, why Why? is, George. Why is the, the inscription... The main point is, George, people today need help. And when people get involved in the supernatural, they're going into very dangerous territory. That's all I'm s- suggesting. And I would encourage people to be very careful. Ouija boards, clairvoyance, seances, when you, Yoga, you want yoga. I, yoga. I, I,
14: I, I'm not disagreeing with you on on that point. But I'm still asking you the question, why is the inscription on the cross different in every Gospel? Tell me where it's different. But well, just, just, just pick up your Bible and read, read each Gospel's version of what the inscription was, and every each oh, no. Gospel has a different version. Well, tell me where it's different. Tell you where it's different? Yeah, tell me where the word is at, what's different. I should be able to tell you off the top of my head, but, but, but uh, read it and you will see that each one is different. Well, what is different?
1: If you're making that claim, you boldly, which you're entitled to make, all I'm asking you is to support that with what is different, what words are different?
14: I'd have to get my Bible out and and and, and quote each different gospel's version of it, but you can do that for yourself.
1: Well, can I ask you a serious question, George? I believe you're an older gentleman and you're a precious soul to God. One day we will die. Where do you plan to go,
14: George, when you die?
1: Heaven or hell?
14: in my mind we all return to where we came from and and we've all forgotten where we came from and and I'm sure the story has a happy ending for all of us No, I I see us as being spirit beings (laughs) trapped in these human forms and and when we die our spirit is released and and returns to where it came from Well, that's your opinion, George, and you're
1: entitled to that. However, the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches there is a judgment day for all after death, and there's a place called heaven, and a place called hell. And God does not want anyone to go to hell, so he sent his son Jesus to die for my sins and our sins. Take our punishment.
14: I and think buried we're buried in. Buried and buried I think. the dead.
1: I so think. This is offers uh, us forgiveness, George. No, this if you don't receive your forgiveness before you die. This is what the Bible teaches, not what I teach. You don't know, know what the Bible, the Bible. You, you,
14: you don't. You the don't Bible. know what the Bible teaches. You, you. Okay, I've had enough of that. Thank you,
2: George. Thank you, Ken. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Talk Radio.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: Yeah, uh, 03444991000 is the um, telephone number. I don't like Idris Elba, and um, I, I think he's a terrible actor. But it would be great if he was Bond, because I can see it's a really annoying load of racists. <laughs> I don't think he will be, but it's really um, a lot of racist I'm never going to watch Bond again if it's Black Bond. Huh? Okay. I don't know if you, you read the books. He's white in there. Actually, his colour's not specified. But uh, I hope it's a. I hope they do a Pakistani Bond. That's what I want. Um, I want a Bond who is a different. Hang on a minute. Letter boxes are red. So this thing doesn't make sense. Um, I hope they have a, a Bond movie where every Bond is a different colour in every scene. That would work for me. Would that work for you, Jack? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. Every Bond, each scene, Bond changes into a different ethnicity. Yeah, I'm up for it. Chinese I mean, Bond, short... Japanese Bond, Pakistani Bond, an Indian Bond. There's a Black Bond that covers a lot of countries, but I can't be bothered to go through all of the countries.
15: With, that should
2: that should be me... that should be the theme tune. <laughs>
15: Would the music have to um, relate to the race of the?
2: Well, I think just to keep the racists slightly on side, yes, it would. Uh, if if it would be a little bit of if that for the Indian Bond, it would be the Bond theme, but a little bit of it would be on sitar. Yeah. Um, um, hang on, hang on. Bond theme, sitar. It's got to be. Um. Uh. It's got to ex- Here we go. Here we go. They'll be playing. Uh, they'll be playing. Um. This. This is what they'll play. Here we go. Let's have an Indian Bond. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I'd totally watch it. Indian Bond. I'm in, man. And this will be the theme tune. There we go. There we go. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Anyway, um, Jack, you've not called in um, to uh, wind up the racists. Or maybe you have. I don't know. I don't know if Julie is listening at the moment. She's probably asleep. But what have you got for us, Jack?
15: Uh, well, I've called up to ask you if you've ever experienced burnout.
2: Um, the, the, you don't mean the video game, do you? Tell me more. Go, 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 go into more detail. Well, basically, I think I might
15: uh, be. I um, might be experiencing it at the moment. Okay. And um, I've got two weeks off from yeah. Friday this week, and I'm kind of like thinking about retreats and i've been doing a lot of googling today and i didn't know if you'd ever been to one whether you found it useful whether it was a waste of time i it it would be a lot of money it looks like it's a lot of money
2: um they don't all have to be i looked i haven't been on a retreat i think some of them i don't think that i i I think a lot of them are going to be booked up this is the thing i found i looked at doing a buddhist retreat once where you kind of you basically you, you meditate all day but then you've got chores to do like cleaning the kitchen and stuff like that I looked at that a while ago I do know people that have gone on sort of retreats where you have to be like silent mm, for a week yeah. is that the kind of vibe you're after no I think that's quite I think that's a
15: little bit too um yeah. professional for me okay um because that's quite hardcore, isn't it? Where you where you're not allowed to speak for a week. Yeah, that's quite intense. That that will drive you nuts. Um, but I was thinking more of like a stress relief, time out, relaxation. You're think, you're you're, of, you're describing a spa. Yeah, I was thinking that. But <laughs> that's a spa. What about, what about mindfulness and stuff and like recharging and and finding your inner what do they call it? Um, In your, a,
2: centre? your centre, your centre, inner child, your um, aligning, realigning your chakras. Yeah. Because um, I'm just a bit all over there. the place. Um, I well I haven't I haven't done anything like that. I mean you don't have to go away to learn mindfulness. You know you can you can you can do courses. You can learn it online. You can do an app that will you know yeah. uh, Headspace is a great app. But going yeah. or, be, here's the thing, right? Uh, do you live? You live in a town, yeah? Yeah, well, a big city. Yeah, you, you need to be um, you need to be near trees. Yeah, you need to be near trees and in nature. I've moved out to the country now. I'm on a farm now, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's a huge relief for many reasons. One, because I'm not living in a bedsit anymore. One, because I've got somewhere that's mine. But also, I'm I'm surrounded by fields and by trees and It just feels so much better, man. Yeah. Nature, being in nature, it's such a hippy-dippy cliche, but it's true. Getting away from trains and cars and buses and, um, you know, lots of shops and just being around nature, it's great. Yeah, and I think
15: it would be a bit cheaper because, like, they're looking at, like, a grand... For a few nights. No,
2: no, no, no. Can't you, Um, I don't know if you're a fan of camping, I'm not, I would hate it, but get a tent and go somewhere, or rent a caravan by the coast, or rent, uh, you know, you could get, you could rent, uh, it's summer holidays, isn't it, but you could rent a decent, is it just you? Yeah, I was thinking maybe like an Airbnb. Yeah, I was going to say, Airbnb, that's what you want. You want Airbnb somewhere in like the New Forest, or up in the Lake District, somewhere like that. yeah. Um, in the middle of nowhere, Airbnb. That's what you want. Do it.
15: My friend thinks uh, my friend thinks that I'm crazy for wanting to go on my own, but I think I just need it.
2: No, I don't think I don't think that's a crazy thing at all. I love being away on my own. Take take a stack load of books. Yeah. Take a notepad and pen in case you want to write. Take a few DVDs. Um, and, and, and you know, generally when I do those kind of things, I never touch the books. I never touch the DVDs. I just scribble down a few ideas and. I I go out for nice long walks, and I go to the local pub for a meal and uh, a doze, and, you know, I just commune with nature. Yeah. Okay, cool. New Forest or Lake District are my suggestions, but let us know how you get on, Jack. Will do, thanks. um, And uh, turn your phone off. Don't even bring the phone into the apartment with you.
15: Yeah, I'm going to put my out-of-office on.
2: Do it, man, because that's the thing. That's the thing that sucks you back into reality. Yeah. All right. Cool. Nice one, man. Good luck, Jack. Thanks very much indeed. Nigel, stay there and i uh, come to you with Dion, Louise and Simon. I want to go to Peter first. Hello, Peter. How are you doing, Ian? I'm all right, thank you, Peter. What have you got for us tonight?
16: Well, i just to come on and kind of boast a bit.
2: Oh, I'm always happy to hear a little bit of a humble brag. Away you go. Well,
16: what it was, uh, me and a few of my mates who always played arts in my house. Did you just start? No,
2: it's his darts. No, but I heard I heard a fart. And trust me, I've <laughs> spent it's probably the floorboards Right, oh, the it. old floorboards. <laughs> I've spent a weekend with two boys, right, and who were were afraid to go into their bedroom, so spent the whole night, last two nights, in my bed, with the with the cat, two boys and a load of teddies in my bed. I got very little sleep, but I, I was woken up by um, a my youngest son sitting up and talking in his sleep, and uh, b just farting the whole time so my fart detector is primed and ready to go and i'm pretty sure i had a fart but okay you, you want me
16: you want me to walk back over the, the again? i don't want to you see. to
2: blow off again no <laughs> go on what go on what are you going to say
16: well what i was going to say is a few weeks ago we always have darts nights in my house we always play darts but that's daft up oh, we'd be comfy and uh, we had a prostate cancer night oh yeah and the, the new, we've three hundred
2: pounds. Hey, fantastic! That so, should cure it. Well, that's enough to cure it. We've got the three hundred pounds from Peter. We've cured prostate cancer. <laughs> hey, that's wicked, man! How did you do it? What did you do? Well, I just I had,
16: I just set up two darts two dartboards in the house.
2: Two dartboards.
16: Mhm. And we just played darts. Two dartboards. sheets.
2: Two dartboards. Two dartboards. Yes. Two dartboards. <laughs> two <barks> boards. <laughs>
16: We, we contacted the charity, we get charity sheets, we got yeah. a couple of tubs, we put them in the shops and about, yeah. just raised, oh we'll get basically, what? For, for what we've done.
2: See?
16: So, I've got all the boys listening to your show, they know, they don't even, they've never listened to your show, I listen to your show all the time.
2: Yes, man. By the way, right. everyone on YouTube is saying you definitely farted. Did they? Danny is saying it. Um, Brock uh, is Daddy saying. Talks it. Through a hole in his arse. Whoa, hey, whoa! What's your what's your language, Peter? You well, may be you may be uh, Barry Big Balls with your charity fundraising, but <laughs> let's <'cause laughs> can't cut the language. Well, the bottom line is I've got all these boys listening <laughs> to your show. We well, you know what the bottom line is. But
16: yes, carry on. Uh, well, yeah? So I've got I've got them all listening. So next year I'm going to put it out on live video as you'd put it wowzers wowzers yes I want 32 people to come and play darts at Hamilton Hamilton in Scotland they all know where it is I don't well I'll give you a private invite if you want to come can you
2: play darts Uh, I can't I can't get the double tops I can never I can never finish myself off I can't well that's not my problem mate Right, that's my problem, Peter, and I'm, and I'm cutting you off now. Um, 03444991000, this is Talk Radio.
0: The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The late night alternative.
2: We only need
0: talk show. radio. We'll get you talking.
2: Um, let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh.
4: Hello, Ian.
2: Hello, Nigel. How
4: Hello, are you Ian. doing, man? I was sitting here sweating. It's so hot inside, isn't it? Inside what? Inside the building, it's
2: (laughs) It's it's so hot. Well, it's very cool in this building because we have wonderful air conditioning, but it's been very humid today, very close.
4: Yeah, I I think my house is too hot because I haven't got any windows open or anything. No. No, I haven't got any windows open. So how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I've been coping okay, but um, I've just just got back um, mum's belongings from the hospital. Okay. You know, the clothes that she went in and everything. Yeah. And uh, I went through about an hour ago. I went through the whole bag. It was a really big bag with her clothes and stuff. And I found a five-pound note in her purse. Oh! So I'm five pounds richer now. There we go. You see? (laughs) There we go. That's good news. (laughs) And so that's good. And uh, but I've got all her cards. I put around the television set so I can. And a pretty card, you know, they get well cards that she received. She had about twenty.
10: Yeah.
4: And so I put them all around the television. Yeah. And it looks nice. I'm going to film that in a while. It looks nice, you know, and all the cards. Beautiful, yeah. But I was just I I used to buy Mum the collectible dolls that look like people. You know, I've got about twenty of those. Mm. And so I'm not I'm not on my own. I've got company. but hey, got Would dolls. you hang on?
2: Well, who did they What do you mean c- that that look
4: like people? Who do they look like? Well, you know, the collectible dolls with nice clothes, perfect clothes, and everything. Mm, got Cabbage Patch Kids. No, no, they're they're grown up dolls. Um. You know the ones that... Oh, I don't know how to explain. You know... The, the, the higher
2: pro- your voice goes, the more like Frank Spencer you sound.
4: But no, yeah, proper, I don't. Proper dolls, anyway. So I've got those for okay. company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I bought some. Mum's got some in the bedroom, and some in the hall. You yeah. Know yeah. And she's got two hundred teapots as well. What the heck? You're yeah, never so you going to go, go thirsty. A lot of teapots. Yes. Oh, I've got. Um, I wanted you to have a look now on on my night my, my um, Facebook, like oh, you yeah. did before. Yes. I've put a film up of Mum saying Happy New Year last year, or this year for this year. And um, I've got a film of me singing in the band in the bank, singing in the bank. Okay, well. So there's there's a short film of her, and you actually be able to see and hear her talking on there. I, so I, I, don't, I, people... I
2: don't I don't um, I don't know if I'm if I'm ready.
4: Well, it's only a, sh- uh, a couple of minutes. Uh,
2: yeah, long. I am. Um, mm. I'm going to pass on that, only what, because
4: of what, of what of my mum? Yeah, because I don't know if I'm ready to see her. Well, yeah, we have a, it's a lovely video. Nigel. You ought to have a look. Well. It's on face, my Facebook. Um, it's more I, important than me singing, really. Okay, all right. Well, I want you to All right, her, then, be quiet. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. It's working book. now. You've got to say something. Look, Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year from Mum and Me. Happy New Year to Miley Cyrus and Noah Cyrus. <laughs> Same weather. Lauren Smith and <laughs> and all those people on Facebook. Happy New Year! This is, uh, Big Ben going off now.
2: Oh, uh, I can see the dolls mom. in the background. That's mm. creepy.
4: This is mm. my mum, Noah.
2: She looks Hi, like so a younger so version of you. High
4: legs, <laughs> <love>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! I'll do that now. I'm doing the tally now. I'll get the Big Ben in. Happy New
17: Year! Oh my legs. Yeah. I've got a big
4: Ben in. I've got a big Ben in there now. Uh, old Lang. Sing Old Lang's. On. No, thank you.
2: Um, that was nice. That was nice to see was your it mum. A, nice, a lovely video,
4: wasn't it? Um, it was a nice video, yeah. And didn't nice. she look nice, my mum? She looked absolutely
2: delightful. Yes, you're, uh, you're I, right. I, totally I right. It's a
4: good job that I did these films to keep. and. yes. Um, so hmm. I, I I don't want to be gloomy gloomy but anyway so that it's nice to keep keep those yeah of course I'm is. very Tracious. tired after looking after going through all those clothes and yeah. bits and pieces it's made me very tired it's hard work. I think it's a shock you know because you think I'm holding mum's clothes and she's not here anymore yeah and you know? um, um, something else I was oh yes um I, I haven't got enough money to pay for the funeral, but i'm going to get some help. I've got the forms today Who,
2: who's going to help social, you the council some
4: social help it's it. I've got the forms
2: for it It's so expensive these funerals
4: yeah, but you get you get help with that um so i'm get, uh, yeah. I've got the lady coming this week um the Walden that's going to help me with the count brilliant uh, signing the house down to me as well
2: brilliant good so, but
4: there's two things to sort oh yes. The, um, the death certificate's on its way to me to get to, to take, and um, I have to register it in Maystone. Yeah. So I have to. It's come the, the, I have to register. That's not going to be very good, but I have to do it.
2: Yeah, there's so a lot of
4: there's a lot, lot of biz- do,
2: business it? you have to do when someone passes away. A lot of yeah. business.
4: I don't. I don't know. How, I don't think mum thought I could do it all, but I am getting it. I'm doing uh, you can do I'm it.
2: All. You can do it all,
4: man. And I even I did pie and mash tonight. <laughs> Aye. Yeah, pie and mash. I'm getting to to use the cook the cooker better. Yeah. And so I'm having different... I had a, a, a roast dinner yesterday.
2: Oh, do you know what, Nigel? I mm. went to the pub for a roast dinner mm. near my farm. There's a nice pub, it. and my my kids were up, and my sister and her kids came mm. along. We went to this local pub, and we had a fantastic roast dinner. Mm. Love a bit, nice bit of roast lamb.
4: Yeah, that's what I had, with yep. some uh, nice small potatoes. And on Saturday, because um, now I've got mm. a kitchen, yeah. and
2: uh, my friend brought me... What is it? A cru... cruet sit? Mm. The cruet set the you know the big pot? The cruis. Cruet. Cru- well, yes, I heard of that. what you mean, yeah. You yeah. Mean, yes, yeah. Yes. I've got cruets And so I'm gonna cook a I'm gonna cook a lamb tagine. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna do it on Saturday. It's just me. I'm gonna cook it. I spend all day cooking it. Oh. I'm gonna watch a movie and eat it.
4: I've got mean girls on at the moment. Oh
2: we'll you've mean hired girls. what with, you hired them with that fiver? Huh? With Lindsay Lohan, you know. Oh the movie. The movie. I thought Lindsay. you'd actually got some mean girls come round.
4: No, no. But I I'm working on that. Getting a girl to come round. Eey, come but on, we no after the funeral. I gotta wait till after the funeral.
2: Yeah. Before I
4: have anybody in, you know, so La Cru um,
2: La cru- okay, they're saying it. Thank you, Joe, thank you, Katie. Yeah. La Cruz Le Cruet cru- um La Cruette. La Cru... La Cru... La Crusay. La Cruce. La Cruisette. La Cru said. Yeah. Crew, crew
4: said. um uh, i've got a song on that facebook as well that no. you, you haven't heard the singing in the bank no. i don't think you heard that have you no. singing fly me to the moon in the bank oh, bloody hell it's yeah on, um it's on facebook no, no, no. It's, it's, it's underneath that video you've just seen um okay right you want me to, uh, yeah. if it's not very really long if you would like to play it for people. Two, 2 minutes 20 or whatever no
2: i've seen it i've seen this you singing in the bank Oh, have you? They set up a karaoke machine.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it. Joined in. Why don't you give us a little, little song now? Um, all right, okay. But it's just that the neighbours can't hear that, but they can hear me singing in the hall. That's okay. It. You can't play it. You don't want to play it, then.
2: Right. No, because we played it before. I like to. Oh, okay. I put keep music um, live. Home I'll do you when I
4: fall in love. Then. Okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah. This is when, I, when I fall in love. Yeah. When I fall in love. It will be forever, or I'll never never fall fall in love. I've forgotten the
2: words. Oh, just, I think we, Nigel, we got the vibe. Hey, listen, I man. Think my
4: throat's gone a bit funny talking. Um, honey and, and I'm lemon. Very tired. Honey and lemon is um, what
2: you want, buddy. All right, listen, Nigel. Take care. I'll speak to you in of, the week. I,
4: I, I'm very tired because of oh, yeah. the shock of looking at her. We'll go
2: and have a little lie down, man. It's very I'm going to have a bit on. of a sleep in a minute. Good lad. All right, Nigel. We'll speak okay. to you in the week. Take care, man. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 Good evening, Louise.
8: Good evening. How are you? I'm um,
2: all right. Thank you. What you got?
8: Good, um, okay, just glad to hear Nigel's a little a little more not upbeat. that's not the right word, but he's getting support
2: yep that's that's the important thing
8: it is very very much so um, I think everybody's heart goes out too um but uh, why am I ringing in?
2: Um, I, I, would, like name, I would like to put my stop name... Don't! Stop going on about the, up, the bloody logbook! Stop! <laughs> stop it! No! We are doing this one at a time because it, because of Gerard the Thief. We are doing the logbook one at a time. No, uh, no one is putting... Shut up! No one else is putting their name down. It is getting sent to Eben. Eben, recorded delivery. He will have it. He will send it back, recorded delivery. And then... Then someone will put their name down. We thought that was the problem before we put... No is the answer to that, Louise. Oh, okay. But th- <laughs> th- thanks for calling. Um Yes, Dan. Jesus Christ. Yes, Dan. Halloween. Hello, Dan. I uh, just back from Stephen Page at the Empire in Belfast. Yeah, I'm just looking at pictures of Stephen Page at the Empire in Belfast. Right, yeah, it was brilliant, brilliant gig, and um, the the cello pedal was something else. Kevin Fox, man, Kevin Fox, yeah. what a what a guy, what a guy, isn't he? The guy's a genius. Yeah, and the other one as well. He's really good. Craig Northy. I bought Kevin's. Um, cause I had one of Kevin's albums. I bought the other ones when I was there the other night. I thought, Do you know what, I've got to get me. Uh, in fact, when we come back, we'll play his version of he did. When I saw them on Friday, he dedicated his version of um. Uh, the eurythmic song that has now escapes my head. He dedicated it to me, so I'm going to play that when we come back after midnight. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, they're good. Steve Page's voice is incredible. The band is great. It's a great yeah. vibe, great atmosphere. Yeah. Lovely city, Belfast. We love it. The last caller was just from Belfast. Uh-huh. Um, it is uh, is is a wonderful place. It's a wonderful band, and I'm, I bet you had a great evening thanks very much for announcing the tour a few months ago on your show hey my pleasure man we're big fans of Stephen, and um we want people to go and see- were well, there a lot of people there it was so so it could have been a bit busier yeah uh, it was it was a good gig hey well there you go you saw something very special dan because that's uh, some band and thanks for letting me know it's appreciated uh let's go to simon good evening simon Hello, it's your favourite dullard here. Yes, come on, let's get to the meat and oh, two veg. Oh, a couple of things, actually, a couple of things. Um does the name Creed
5: Kafer mean anything to you? I
2: can't understand, because you're talking, you're, you're, it's hard to hear you. Does the name what? Creed Kafer. No. OK, so, um you know Most haunted? Yes. You know Derek Cora. Yes. Don't just say, just say, just uh, say this. I hate phone calls where people get uh, every like they do five words in question, So you have to go, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> uh huh, yeah, I'm not sure. Just tell me the flipping story, man. So when
5: Most Haunted decided that they were going to find out if Derek Acora was a fraud or not, the producer or the special uh, medium guy on there he created a Character called Creed Kafer, and he wrote it down and he left it for Derek to find. He made out that this Creed Kafer was a a character
1: because basically, I know the name Robert walks around, and I know Mary does, but there's this peace and calm of spiritual activity there with.
13: Derek? You are right? Mary loves dick.
5: (laughs) He loves dick. Yeah, no, not that big. Mary loves dick. Hmm? Creed Kafer. So he made out this, this story of this Creed Kafer and he left it for Derek to find and Derek found it. Well, later on in the program when he started doing his bits and pieces where he's got people coming to him this Creed Kafer mysteriously came to him. Right. But the thing is, Creed Kafer spelt backwards is Derek Faker. And they caught him. He got himself caught out red-handed. It's all on YouTube. It's hilarious.
2: Hilarious. There you go. Thanks very much for your call, Simon. It's much appreciated. Uh, Dion, do you want to come back after the news? Yeah, sure. No problem. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much indeed. All right, then. Here we go. 0344. Wow, that hour went quick. The first hour was slow. In fact, in some ways, it feels like I'm still doing the first hour. That's how slow the first hour was. Second hour was fast, man. Um, third hour, medium, medium pace. 0344. 4991000 is the telephone number. It's been kind of a spiritual show this evening. Very spiritual. Uh, maybe we'll get a little bit deeper into the spirituality of things, man. Uh, you know, the chakras. Um or maybe it'll just be more farting jokes, I don't know. Um you can Skype in late night alternative. You can call O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call cost you pennies at the most, probably free for most packages. Um and what's more is you'll speak to Haley. She'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. And you can come on and talk about anything. What have we talked about? Left handers day, um, uh, Brian Harvey, uh, logbooks, books, um, James Bond being played by an Indian man. Uh, I've got to talk about drooling. Um, oh, Meghan Markle's going to be murdered by the Queen's own hand. So those are some of the topics we've covered. You can talk about anything you want, guys. 03444991000. This is the most listened to late-night phone-in show on British radio. The late-night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
9: I oh.
2: Part of Stephen Page's band, and he's flipping brilliant, and um, I just think, oh, no, I he's genius, and uh, I'm going to be honest. i going to be honest with you, Dion, the cello.
3: Yeah, what a great cover, I thought that was brilliant. The cello gets me just horny. Laid back for this time of the day.
2: The cello gets me horny. It makes me want to rut. I want to do it. I want to do it with with um, women. I want to do it with men. I want to do it. With, I want to do it with cellos. I want to do it with trees. I want to do it with a tree that before it makes a cello. I just want to do it because the well, cello it's all, does that.
3: There's a lot of East European ladies. They normally learn the cello. Wow! Oh, it makes me want to do it. With European ladies. Well, come to Langley, mate. Plenty of them.
2: I'm coming to Lang. I'm, do you know what? I'm coming to Langley to find a horny European cellist. I'm going to do it with them. Consensually, of course.
3: Well, well done. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I had a girlfriend once called, um... Clairvoyant. <laughs> it's all right. It's old, but it works.
2: There's no way to speak about an ex-girlfriend of yours.
3: What, Clairvoyant? No, old, but works. She probably knows she's Clairvoyant. She'll know that.
2: Well, you I, but are you still going out with her? I'm confused. No, I'm not. You, no. dump, you, you Who dumped two?
3: Hmm. Um, I don't know. She... She looked into the spirit world, and okay she was an alcoholic <laughs> no she's not I don't know these it doesn't matter mate.
2: anyway okay, okay. i'm so- I'm sorry uh, to hear I'm sorry, we've all loved and lost I'm sure there's clearly. someone out there for you i'm gonna i'm gonna sign up to tinder oh and not no. a not a not grinder, as a friend told me on friday
3: <laughs> i don't know i have got a grinder at home um you, you're gonna grind who her. It's a grinder, it's a little round plastic oh, thing. Okay,
2: and and what is, um? is, aren't they called
3: fleshlights? No, it's a grinder, it's for... It a different model, is it? Grinding a bit of weed in. That's all.
2: Grinding a bit of weed?
3: Yeah, you know, you put it in there and... Wacky-backy! Is yeah.
2: that the wacky-backy that you're smoking there, laddie? I'll what's turn the blind eye to it just this once, but don't go doing it again!
3: You sound like, what's it Air off, uh forage...
10: Mmm. Mm, 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 mm.
3: Yeah. Anyway, what's getting on my nerves? I was listening to some radio station full of snowflakes. Right, hang on a minute,
2: shut your face, Mark. You are a, you are, a, uh, you are. Excuse my language. You're a shit of a human being. Right, everybody, I want you to go online and troll this guy at Sort My Tax Out. Right, this guy's called Mark the Bean Counter. He says, right. This is from something that happened that I mentioned two hours ago, right? He says, Mark the Bean Counter in Loughborough, doesn't even follow me on Twitter, and he's just chipped in. Look at his smug face outside the Lacoste shop. Right, Mark, I'm going to destroy you, right? He says, um, of course you can recycle cardboard. I don't believe you, Ian. Short of things to moan about, you're becoming a night version of James from LBC, right? I know you can recycle cardboard. That's what I said, you thick lacoste bumming idiot. What I said was, my local council refused to take my blue recycling bin that was full of cardboard, and they left a little sticker on it saying this is contaminated, these (laughs) are things we will not recycle, and cardboard was included in it. Clean out your. It's taken you two hours, mark the bean counter outside Lacoste, to compose a tweet that is based on a false premise. Delete that tweet because that is libelous, and I will sue you. I will sue you, and I will destroy you, and I will have you taken out of Twitter. Out of Twitter. I don't want to, 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 to almost. I'm going to make a deal on that. I had to take a breath there. And it almost sounded like I was actually issuing a death threat. I'm not issuing a fatwa against, excuse me, Mark the Bean Counter. But what you have said, what he has said, is factually incorrect. And um, he is an an SH1 I apologise for my bad language.
3: I do apologise. I don't know. Do people actually wear Lacoste anymore?
2: This guy stood outside the shop. So I don't don't know.
3: I just don't know. He's in Loughborough, so they're about... Two years behind.
2: Us. I'm not going to diss a region. I never ever dissing a region because that only that only ends in misery for those that person who does the dissing. But yeah, uh, I've re- I've just treated Mark, um, and uh, and uh, you can all see him now, and um, you can uh, you can get, send him your thoughts.
3: Right, well, send me a link. Um, so, what I'm. What's really getting on my nerves, people keep talking about, it, is about the high street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The online shopping is ruining it. Yeah. But I think online shopping is brilliant.
2: Right, well, yeah, but it's, ru- yeah, well, online shopping is brilliant, but, yeah, it's ruining the high street.
3: I don't think so, I think well, hang- the, high- the high street is ruining the high hang street. Hang on, how, oh, is the, uh, so how is the
2: high street ruining the high street?
3: Well, it's the local councils, local government. You can't park there, and if you do, you're scared of getting a tiki. Here's
2: the thing, that where I've just moved, my local high street, guess what? Guess what? In the high street. Go on, You can park for free for an hour. In the high street. That is brilliant. That is nutso! Uh, and I'm not convinced there's even traffic wardens there. So I reckon you can park all day. But no, but, right, you've got... Well, of course, you can park. You can park around every town. There's, they've, they've got things called car parks, and you go and park in the car park. Yeah. The NCP.
3: Um, I mean, but the you co- know Slough Ice Street. If yeah. you park in the multi-storey, you have to walk about half a mile to get the Ice Street.
2: Don't be so bloody stupid, man! They've got rid of one of the the the, the car park that was opposite the train station is gone. So you got parking? Oh, is right. it the, the you got to park in the Brunel? Is it or the Queensman? I do remember which is. You're parking the Queensman. I know,
3: they're, they're knocking the whole lockdown next year. They're building a right. Westfield. So. In Slough? Yeah, the Queensmere and no, the...
2: No, no, they're not knocking the Queensmere down in Slough. They're not. They're knocking them both down, aren't they? No, you? the, the Queensmere and the Observatory? Yep. No! They are. To build been. a Westfield?
3: Build a Westfield,
2: yeah. Jeez! That's well, the
3: odd. worst news. Why,
2: well, break that news to me gently.
3: <laughs> I thought you would
2: have read it. I've I moved out of Slough last week, so I couldn't give a yeah, start. I... Know.
3: I but, um, but
2: no, but but right, but hang on. How can you argue? How can you say that the internet, online shopping, is not killing the 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 high street? Of course it is, because I, I've ordered three things during the show. Instead of thinking, hmm, I think I might go to the high street tomorrow. I've ordered three things while the show is on, and I'll get them
3: Wednesday. I've ordered a Ouija board that's coming on Wednesday. All right. Would you get out of Amazon? Yes, mate. Oh, you would. I ordered some batteries last week from, I think, it, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. So you didn't go to the high street? No, because I'd have a job selling them for a drone. And they're special batteries.
2: Right, um, right, okay. Well, hang on a minute. Well, no, you're you're this is <laughs> exactly. So, 10 years ago, you'd have gone to uh, Dixon's or Curry's, right? Or Maplin's to get those batteries, and you'd have been able to get them. But those well, shops.
3: Now it's shut.
2: So. Yes, exactly. Now no. you. It's shut because people like you kept buying drone batteries on Amazon, not in Maplin's. Well, Dixon's I I... is shut. Or
3: Curry's. One of them is shut. Yeah, I get my monthly shopping from Asda once a month, and I have it delivered. It costs two fifty. So and
2: you, you don't even go. You don't even go to Asda's. Not on the high street in Slough, though. There's, there's. Um,
3: no, it's cyber in Sitting, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so that's not even. A, you, you just you're just arguing against yourself.
3: Yeah, but it's easier. I do not want to trade. Here we
2: go. Exactly. Oh. It's easier. You don't want to traipse. and that's it. And now you can do it from home on your telephone. You tap in a few things. It, 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 uh, internet shopping is easier because people don't want to traipse around. No one wants to traipse anymore. No one even wants to say tra. <laughs> Kids don't even know the word traipse. They would they would spell it with a y, not an i. That's how stupid these millennial idiots are. Um, yeah. But- and because we don't want to traipse, or as I like to call it, mooch, um the
3: high street's dead, man. Yeah, but Ian, I'm agoraphobic, so the last thing I want to do is... Shut your face.
2: You can't bring that in ten minutes into an argument about how um, the internet is not killing the high street, and then go, oh, no, actually, the reason I don't go is because I'm agoraphobic. You walked back from um Cyprus three times. Crete. You walked back from Crete three times. A long time ago. Yeah, exactly. So you can't... Listen, the the high street is dead. It's over. It's gone. Get over it. Mary Portas, all of the, the guy from Wix, everybody... It's it's over. House of Fraser is gone. B&Q um, oh, B, and, B and right. Q is gone. Texas is gone. Curry's is gone. Marks and Spencer's is gone. They are all... Aretha Franklin is gone. They are all gone, right? They're all oh. gone. And it's finished, and it's
3: over, and that's great. I was listening to Aretha Franklin earlier. She was still there
2: okay well she wasn't in Slough, she wasn't in Slough High
3: School. No, i listened to her on
2: youtube okay well that's you know, that's a good place to go we get it, oh, see we well, you, well, you should go to the local record store and buy her cds instead of listening on youtube
3: um i don't want all the clutter with
2: thank you very much indeed you just are, you just you just uh people a lot of people tell me have we can we fault report the talk radio app because for the last uh, month i've had people saying that at 11 o'clock the app freezes and it hits and it cause can we just send a, another uh, it's been done before let's just send another man that's uh, okay well that was um that was uh that that certainly content that that um that that filled what nine minutes of radio time and that's all we're here for all this show is is filler all filler no killer um, So we need to fill another 43 minutes. Some of that's going to be filled by adverts, so I reckon we can get it down to about 37 minutes that we need to fill. Um, and it would be easier to fill if you were calling me. 0344 499 1000. Thanks very much indeed. This is Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, uh, if you want to give us a call, the Switchboard is empty, so now's a great time to give us a call, guys. You can Skype as well tonight. on so late night alternative. If you want to give us a Skype, you'd be very welcome. To oh, this is a funny, funny, sto- not funny story. I mean, funny. When I say uh, funny, I don't mean. It's, it's actually it's a tragic. This sorry. This is
18: a tragic story for you guys.
2: Listen to this. This is a very sad. This is actually a very sad story. I've lost my fiance and a new kidney. That's unlucky. Um, a kidney patient, set for a life-saving transplant from his fiance, needs to find a new donor because they have split. That is tight. That is very tight to split up with someone and then go. Oh, I'm sorry we split up. I'm still going to get your kidney, though, am I? No, you're not! Oh, bum. J. Charles, 39, was to have Mel Greenall's um, organ... (laughs) After Docs found she was at 100,000 to 1 match but, but anxiety oh yay, yay, yay. but anxiety ahead of the October op broke them up Teacher Jay said the stress fear and uncertainty got to us this is a sad story I'm shame on Haley for, for saying this was funny you've probably heard her say it was funny it was, uh, it's not this is sad there's lots of counseling for people with cancer but nothing for kidney patients. With more support and guidance, we'd still be together. Mel agreed to give up a kidney so I might live a normal life, but that won't happen now. I'm devastated. Ah, oh, this is sad. Jay of Whitby, North Yorks, was diagnosed with a rare blood condition, kidney failure. He has had two kidney transplants, was told last October he needed a third. Um, uh, oh, no, here we go. God, listen to this. This is incredible. Dance teacher Mel, 45, volunteered and was found to be a match. That must be, because we've all, most of us have had someone who's, you know, at some point you hear someone near you or near to you has got, you know, an horrific disease. And you go, um, you go, oh, well, why don't you test me, see if I'm a good donor. And deep inside you've got to be thinking, oh God, I hope I'm, you know, it'd be nice to save them and stuff, but. Oh, I don't want to give him a kidney. Giving him a... Uh, giving him a kidney would be... Um, hey! Ow! Hey! I've just had an email from Dean Torrance, from Jan and Dean. Hey, Ian, I finally played in Europe and I survived it. Check it out. Um. Wow, Dean Torrance... Dean Torrance just sent me an email. I love that, man. This is this is the, I'm living the life. Unlike these poor souls. Um, Dancy Jamel, 45, volunteered and was found to be a match in January. But the mum of two said Docs ruled her out after their breakup. Docs ruled her out. She said, I told them I'd still like to donate. But they think it's under duress and wouldn't go for it. Um. Well, that's a that's a sad story, man. That's a that's a sad old story, isn't it? I mean, you split up with a girl, you don't get her kidney, man. Alive. Hey, um, can anyone can anyone? Um, I shouldn't really ask for this. I'm in recovery, but can anyone get me some of this monkey dust? heard so much about you had about monkey dust <sighs> i was listening to um i fell asleep the other night listening to bbc london and uh it was david prever and i woke up <laughs> i wonder if i could find it i let me see oh, I, I, I woke up uh, let me see if i can find it hang on a minute we've got we've got no callers so we might as well try and find a little bit of uh We've got no callers, so we might as well try and play a little bit try and find spend a good 20 minutes trying to find a bit from another radio station um uh, stations it was funny man. it was a prank call it was a proper good old-fashioned prank call and it was obvious from like the first minute like the first second because this guy cannot believe he's got through. And he is wetting himself laughing the whole time, right and um and I'm thinking why isn't why isn't David cut him off? It's obvious that this guy is taking the Mick. um you have to go away right now cause, don't start skyping in now because i'm I'm trying to find this thing. I need my computer It was this show Right, hang on a minute this this could be quite boring. In terms of me, well, the show, but in terms of me trying to find the bit, it was a. Um... I don't feel
9: I've turned
2: on and starry eyes.
18: I... I've got to skip through a bit here. 2000, if you've just turned on. Phoenix, uh, where did you like. How they became. Uh, I, I could have put it, was a limited company, I could have put it into
12: receivership, and I'd
18: put... uh, Okay. I don't have a producer looking over my shoulder. As far as I know, there's no one looking over you. OK. Hang on. Basically, I've got a skip... Football season starts... ...through a four-hour show on BBC
14: iPlayer. And, and, uh, it was all... That's George! Part of my it's right by George! Island and, 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 uh... It's got right by bloody George! <laughs> <laughs> Which you
18: could exchange for... Um Quit on the table, woman. I that's that's going to shop it. Oh god, shut up man sweet. I'm here, becoming useful um in your mouth these days. Reading the tweet here from is, um uh, is Jack money, uh,
2: obviously. Do you think the, so? They're, they're going for advertising money.
18: Well, they It's um, going to
2: be uh, worth it, guys. Trust me. Trust me. All
18: them things, but I still do lots some things. But we- this before this.
11: Is the, the
18: de- Monkey do.
11: Here it is.
19: What do we call it Here way? it is.
18: This is it. Artificially amplified. This is
2: great. Mess. This is a, this is, this is a proper old fashioned prank call, the likes of which I've, I've bemoaned the fact that we don't get anymore, right? So this is D- David Prever on BBC London, uh, Saturday morning. Um, that was it. It was after the, um, the Stephen Page gig and I just w- wanted to sleep. So I put BBC London on and um uh and this is a, i love a good prank call you don't get prank calls anymore okay we bemoan the fact on here and i, I this kind of woke me up and it was like oh wow but it goes on for ages before and he should just cut them off here we go
18: john have we lost you
2: uh so
18: yeah your line's done john uh, keep going as long as we have what about boris should Boris be censored this week? Oh,
13: boring, boring. Boris is an idiot. He's a buffoon.
18: 0800 oh eight yeah. hundred seven three one. No, oh, yeah. they don't want to know their rubbish phone number because they're losers. Given it a time to um uh, to Alex Jones here. You're not going to suddenly hear him on the air. There I'm simply go. using what's happened to him uh, this week. Boring. And uh, the, the example of how he's been uh, shut down to um uh, as a trigger for this discussion is a really interesting one about free speech. And, um, again, it's this column. This, this is what you get on there. other radio really, stations. Really, really interesting. And um, I'd urge you to try and read that if you can today. It makes some, some really good points in there. Uh, just one other thing before we go on to um, Kirk in Cheshire, who I don't think I've spoken to before. Something completely different for a bit of light and shade. When was the last time you missed a plane or a train and it ruined your life? There's a great story this week and it was in the papers yesterday. It's there again today about Alan Johnson, the former Home Secretary. It's a bit boring. He's going on a little bit there. Um,
2: I'm just tweeting the boss. Um, At Liam Fisher. There we go. I'm just tweeting the bosses to say, come on, guys, can we, uh. I don't know what Liam, Liam, I don't know what his, his Twitter handle is, so I don't want I to tweet the wrong guy.
18: Um, Fair amount of time. Partly because her makeup was on board. Oh, shut up, board, man, you're so bad.
2: boring! Get to the funny call! Jeez! Instead.
18: Missing planes. And missing, uh, uh, flights, missing boats. It's just, uh, the worst, uh, the worst feeling. I mean, there are worse things, but that, uh, And my sister at the time was living in Jerusalem. And I thought, oh no, I'm going to have to go. By the go way,
2: you, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock on this station and it's such a good show. So much better than the Up dross. The border so much better than the dross that you get everywhere, as you can hear.
18: And I had that, f- oh
2: man. Paul Ross. Monday, uh, I don't know what days he's on, but he's on between 1 and 5, and he's a much better list than this.
18: I've missed planes as well before.
2: Just get to the call, man! From Frankfurt to like Chris, I'll be with you in a second. Here we go. Months, here we go. Here, here we go. Here we go. Race,
18: that flight as well. This Absolute is it. Absolute classic. Yeah. Stories about missing flights and trains. Story if you have any, I'll take those, please. On 800-731.
2: I'll
18: take those calls. You know about this thing called Monkey Dust, here we go. which is all over the news. I don't know anything about this at all. Emergency services telling... Uh our colleagues at Sky News that they're dealing with a city wide epidemic of oh violent thanks. psychotic patients hooked on this synthetic drug known as monkey dust. Is Kirk in Cheshire. Morning, Kirk.
19: Uh, morning, Kirk. Hello?
18: Yes, right. Kirk. It's David Pri David Previt. Go ahead, sir.
19: Uh hello, David Previt. Um can I, before before you start, can I just say we're cracking up at home listening to you call it monkey dust. You know what we call it in North Staffordshire? What do you call it? Chimp powder.
18: Chimp powder.
19: Chimp powder, yeah. You, and you guys in the media calling it monkey
18: dust. <laughs> well, what do you know about it, Kurt? What do you? What can well, you tell me about
19: have it? You, have you? Have been to Austin Towers, Jim? No. You know what we say? You know what we say in North Staffordshire. You say you, you come for you come for the smile, but you stay for the chimp powder.
2: So what it's do you know laughing about? laughing in the background.
18: <laughs> you know what I mean?
19: No. I, smile, but safe.
18: I've got no idea what you're talking about, Kurt.
19: Oh, don't worry. Okay, forget about that, Jim. That's that's lost on you. You've never been to Austin Towers. Um, so the gym powder. I'm uh I'm from North Staffordshire. I used to be involved in a uh, gym powder. Um, we used to we used to sympathise at our home, actually, in our in our flat in um on Trent, only just on the outside near Port um um we used to be involved in that scene and um and um for better for better or worse we got out of it and um yeah it's uh, it's horrible it's horrible what's
18: going on in there what actually is it though kirk what is this stuff um you want to know yeah that's why i asked the question (laughs)
19: Um, I'll tell you what it is. Um, it's about fifty percent tarmac, and you got people putting that out their noses. And
18: and what people are st- inhaling? This are they? Is that what it is? People are inhaling yeah, it's
19: tarmac. It's raw tarmac. And
18: it's tarmac. <laughs>
19: yep. It's to yep. laughing. laughing. I didn't believe in myself
18: when I started making it, but, um. You were involved in, in manufacturing this stuff, were you? <laughs> yeah. And it's not just Mac, either, it's, um. It's actually,
19: um. Basically, they melt down, uh, you know, um, feathers.
18: Feathers. They melt down feathers. They melt down what, sorry? Feathers. Feathers?
19: Like, um. Yeah, like, uh, high grade feathers from, like, um. You know, if, if it, the stuff you get in duvets, like...
18: Uh, right, so it's tarmac and feathers. And what else?
19: Fast <laughs> <laughs> All
18: right, I'm going to leave it right there. because uh, There's someone having a lot of fun at his own expense. No, Unfortunately, mate. the only person who thinks Kirk is funny. I think it's probably Kirk.
2: 0800-731... Incorrect. <laughs> incorrect data. I think it's funny. Here's a thing, guys. All right. Here's a thing we got a dump button at this studio. All commercial radio stations have got a dump button. seven-second delay. We've got a 14-second delay. If you phone up and you say something I don't like, you swear or you're libelous, i press the dump button. It doesn't get broadcast. The only people that hear it are me, Hayley, and the people on YouTube. That's it. Now, here's the thing. No BBC stations have a dump button. Local radio doesn't have a dump button. Uh, radio 4 five live they don't have dump buttons it all goes out that means that if you phone someone at like three four o'clock in the morning and they're not really paying attention because it's late at night and the mind's elsewhere and they think about they've got to pick the kids up from school tomorrow you can say pretty much anything and it will get broadcast that's my gift to you that knowledge go and try it you got they've got to be quick on the button to, to cut you off before you finish saying a naughty thing good evening chris
12: how's it going all right it's going all right chris yeah i'm at home in swaddling coat tonight you're in swaddling clothes i mean i'm in swaddling Cote in garbage in my hometown okay good
10: for
12: um, you well i phoned up to talk about um a truck driving but i'm just listening to that guy who's on, on the phone there right, you're you
2: sounding really muffled are you Are you on speakerphone or is your, what are you doing I am, mate. Is that better? Of course it's better. Speakerphone sucks. Um, I've, you
12: know something, mate? Um, that's good advice because, um, huh? I, I, yeah, can you can you hear me properly now? Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was just listening to the guy about the monkey just, um, I weren't going to talk about this, but, um, it's like...
2: I've got a feeling I'm about to be preverd, but go on, yes.
12: Yeah, um, uh, well, I mean, I'm a truck driver, but, um, I'm also, I also do a lot of DJing, um, trance music, that's my kind of thing, so I am playing clubs and that, I, I, I haven't phoned him to speak about this, It's just, carrying on for the previous, just listening to him on the, on the phone, so, um, all these synthetic drugs and that, right, that you've got muffled around. again, man! Sorry, um, all the synthetic, all the synthetic drugs and that, that are going about, and, um, I speak to people all the time, and there's stupid names for crazy drugs coming out. It's just they're they're all they're extremely dangerous, and um, the old-fashioned drugs, the ecstasy. <laughs>
2: the, Come on, dude, um, you can do better. The, the, I I I've phoned up radio stations and done prank calls about drugs. I phoned up, um, I think it may have been Mike Mendoza uh or, or or the other guy, um and so to to day, so yeah okay. uh, well I found um, I found up one guy and told them i I was a Christian and I ran a, a Christian um youth center, and that uh, we used to talk to the kids about taking drugs and ecstasy and how it was a bad thing, and in fact, to prove it we um we gave them all ecstasy to um show them how bad it was, but actually they loved it so 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 don't listen, sunshine, don't try and get one over on me. I'm, 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 not, I'm not... You're about to d- say that synthetic drugs are rubbish, but the old the old ones like ecstasy are okay. No, I'm not going to say ecstasy that. Ecstasy no. is synthetic, you muppet! It's made in
12: a laboratory! I know, but it's like kind of... Uh, what I'm trying to say is they're trying to get round the drug laws where they're putting... At the, at the end of the day, people, people are always... I don't take... People are always going to tech drugs um like it's it's going to happen for the rest of time all i'm saying is they're bringing out all these kind of substitutes and that which are really really deadly
2: dangerous um well hang on uh, a minute heroin's deadly dangerous
12: oh well he- heroin is just life can um, the you're going over the recreational threshold into <laughs> life control.
2: Yeah, but but I'm you're, you're I'm saying hot. that new drugs are deadly dangerous. Guess what? Old drugs are deadly dangerous. Yeah, you know, I didn't even phone up to talk about Well, drugs. then let's. let's <laughs> so, what did you find up to talk about, Chris? Let's, 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 let's see what we can um, there with that. Yeah, um, well, truck driving. Um, I'm, a, I'm a truck driver.
12: Because I'm um, a truck driving man! Yeah. And the reason I'm saying look, now it's because I would imagine maybe at least fifty percent of your audience are truck drivers.
2: Shut up, man. Uh, um, so fifty percent? You come on, are you nuts? I don't know. I, you're telling me it? that you're telling me there are thirty-five thousand truck drivers driving around Britain at the moment with DAB in their their cabs, and they're all listening in. The, they're all driving through the limited parts of the country where you can pick us up on DAB. So, 35,000, Um That's half my listeners.
12: <sighs> no, there probably wouldn't be that many. Thank There's you. There probably won't be 35,000 trucks on the road now. Exactly!
2: Uh, That's why I'm yeah. saying your
12: point is flawed, man!
2: Well, maybe I overestimated your, um No, 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 you, you overestimated the number of truck drivers. You underestimated <laughs> the number of <laughs>
9: listeners. Oh, this mate, is yeah. Britain's.
2: And by the way, I want this, this strap line recorded by the voice. Of, this is Britain's most listened to late night phone in show.
12: Well, you know something. I've, I've been listening to a bit of talk radio, but unfortunately, mate, I have now managed to get my new Bluetooth stereo in my truck. So, yes, um,
2: man. Yeah. Yes,
12: so, man. And uh, I. I I wanted to listen to talk radio. I could listened to bits of it because, I, well, basically, um, I didn't have the DAB and that, and now I've got it, mate. So I'll be listening. I'm, I'm not up this time of night a lot. So, um, I do sleep you not know, um, so pussy. I'll
2: be listening every night. You're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you should be on
12: monkey dust. Yeah. Well, I've already been called a lightweight once tonight. So, <laughs> oh. yeah, but um, but i listen in that. i listen in. Monday nights um, and a couple of nights. So I'll, I'll keep right here out. Um, what was What was I forgot? What I was going to say now?
2: You should go go to. You should go to bed, Chris. <laughs> You've had too many Yorkies and Ginsters, and you need you need to um, evacuate your bowels, and you need to get your head down. You need to get some sleep. You need to sleep. Well,
12: I was, was going to phone in about a subject, and I was listening down the phone to that guy talk. You've had too many um, blues. and um and that got me talking about drugs and um i kind of forgot the original point which which, it was basically about truck stops um truck drive um being kind of like truck uh, lorry parks and that a lot of them are being sort of just closed down in, in town centers and that and they've got nowhere so the they're just forced in the, the layby and that. Okay. And um... okay,
2: that's, that's that's a great that's a uh, that's a great story, man. Thanks a lot. I don't know. Loads of you are um, saying you're having problems with the app and with the online, and it's been going on for ages. And it seems to be between eleven and one sabotage, much? I think so. Um, I blame Ian Collins. Um, uh, but if you've got a problem, we've told the bosses, but if you've got a problem when you're on Twitter, can you tweet at talk radio, uh, and at Denny Morris, D E N N I E Morris, Denny Morris. So at talk radio and at Denny Morris, cause I, I, I you know, I don't, I mean, what can I do? I don't, I just don't know. And also if you go to, um, the Facebook page, let me get the Facebook page up. Let me see if I can get it up. Um, thanks Charlotte Charlotte is uh, Charlotte's telling me about the, the situations going on oh, 03444991000 four, by the way is the um, uh, the thing if you go there's an email I think on the talk radio page Ollie can you let me know that there was an email that you said for um, notifying them of problems and uh, what a surprise so if you go to facebook.com talk uh, radio UK and um, go on there and tell them that the internet is pony. <laughs> tell them that it do not work. And um, if, 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 here's the thing. If enough people say it, then something might get sorted out, is what I'm trying to say. Because I, I, I've told them, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, cause hassle for them, but I just think if enough people get in touch, someone said there was an email, if there was a problem... With um, or you can go to the, the talk radio website. Uh, no, okay. Um, anyway, you, you, let them know because um, it would be nice if people—I could I don't know—could listen to the radio show. That would be a great thing. Uh, this is the late night alternative on talk radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Talk radio. Feedback at talkradio.co.uk. Feedback. At TalkRadio.co.uk is the um, thing. Hello, Sheila. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hello, Sheila, my old friend. It's nice. <laughs> we're not. We're not actually friends. Uh, I'm. Oh. I'm all right now. I've perked up a bit. Guess um, so I'm going my way home. So, which is making me think I might. I might do a live little Facebook thing when I get home to the farm, which will be about half past two. If anyone wants to, might make myself a bowl of muesli and do a nice little Facebook.
17: Oh yeah, wow. what what do you mean? So what we can watch you eating newsly?
2: You can watch me eat newsly on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash oh, Ian Lee. how
17: can I go on can I watch you or do I have to be your friend or something?
2: You have to go to Facebook.com slash Ian Lee and um uh if if I can be bothered when I get home, I'll stream a little video of me I'll do a live live stream of me listening to Paul Ross. And eating my. I do Nick like music. Paul Ross. I like Paul Ross as well. But he's like a little bit too late, so I
17: I don't listen to more than maybe twenty minutes, and then I fall asleep. Oh. But uh, I did audition for one of his shows once. Which every time oh. you say about Paul Ross coming on, I remember that I went, I got, and I still got a t shirt because I didn't get on the show, but I've got Telly um t
2: shirt. You auditioned for Telly Yes. Yeah. Well, what was he the producer of Telly Addicts? No, he was the host. It was years ago. Shut up! Paul Ross was like never that. the host of Tely Addicts. That was Noel Edmonds. No, it was
17: it's something
2: like that. TV Hang on a minute, Paul Ross, something. come in. Paul Ross, come. Don't start changing your tune now. <laughs> it was something. They would come in. This woman is. This woman is, is lying about you. <laughs> what, now, what a memory! Hello, how are you doing? What's what's this lady's name? Uh, this is I'm this sorry. is Sheila. The T-shirt she- is white and
17: the. The sort of like trimmings on it are orange.
6: Well, I tell you, I did a show for UK Gold back in the day. It was uh, called UK Gold because everything you touched turned to dross. Called yes. Telly Stack, and that was a TV <laughs> was trivia it. show, a, a rip off of Telly. I did. Yeah, of course it was a rip off of Telly. I had a hand in the conception of the programme. It won't surprise you to learn. And the prize was a golden telly. Wow. Okay, a real Exactly. One? Well, it was yeah. a, it was a small portable. We spray gold. Huh? The team hadn't reckoned with the fact if you spray over the book where the remote control signal goes to, they can't change the channel. And I was able to say though, they could, people could climb up to, they went up via televisions that showed how far up they were getting. Of course. And they they climbed up my throbbing, pulsating stack to grasp the golden television on Telestack.
2: And Sheila, you auditioned (laughs) for this and you weren't good enough to get on it? it? Oh, I'd love to have had you on it. Oh. (laughs) Listen, what would, what would have been,
6: everybody had to tell me their favorite TV show. It's often things like Sid James, bless this house. What would yours have been, Sheila? From where are you from, Sheila?
17: I'm from London
6: Okay, Sheila from London Sheila, you're welcome to Stack. You can climb all the way up my throbbing pulsating stack And claim my golden television But only if you tell me your favourite TV show of all time What will be your specialist subject, lovely Sheila? It's
17: very embarrassing, but it's Murder She
6: Wrote Murder She Wrote Okay, now right for five points to kick show. you off Who was the main star on Murder She
2: Wrote? And that's the way the show worked Simple as that this and this is this is why you're so good, and this is my um problem because I'd have gone, oh, murder she wrote. What a of crap that is! <laughs> I'd have I'd have got all oh, all Sarky no, and rude, okay, play and, nice. And you can do um you can do that, that kind was
17: of. my better. That was my better version of the answer. I would have said probably neighbours or something. I mean, well, I only say to you, because
6: they knew those shows, those early satellite shows were repeated endlessly. You weren't allowed to do anything that was kind of ongoing, like a developing soap. Ah, It had to be be something where it all finished. Like Murder, She She Wrote was virtually finished. She's still alive, isn't she? She's still going, yeah. Fantastic. She's still going. Uh, Yeah, she's so old. Yeah. Okay, our well, people can still
2: go and do... Although, in the,
6: in the great film, the first version of Manchurian Candidate, based, of course, on that wonderful novel by Richard Condon with Frank Sinatra, yeah. she played Lawrence Harvey's mother in that, and he's the kind of one who's been brainwashed into assassinating the president. Yeah. Brilliant film. And I think she was only two years older than Lawrence Harvey and played his mum.
2: Well, um, i tell you what, Sheila, Paul normally comes in in a few minutes and and, and hauls his show to us... Instead um, of Tosh, I, and I normally ask him, but do you know what? I can't be bothered tonight, Sheila. So, would you like to interview Paul Ross about what's coming up on his show after one o'clock?
6: <laughs> yes, I'd love to do that. Go on then. Hi, Paul. Um, what's on your show tonight? Well, Sheila, so, so grateful for you inviting me on your program. I love to share with everybody listening what's on uh, talk radio from 1am. It's World Lizard Day, as I'm sure you know, Sheila. I'm going to be talking about the green basilisk lizard, which can run 14 feet on water because of suctions on the bottom of its tiny feet. It crawls on what they call the meniscus of the water, which is like this weird skin. 14 feet across water. It's like the Jesus of the lizard world.
2: Wow.
6: Oh. Oh, sorry, Sheila, I bored her. sounded oh,
2: so dear. disappointed.
6: Oh dear. Oh. I told I told us we were doing those, well, that they found, <laughs> they found the new skeleton, the fossilized skeleton of a new form of pterodactyl with a wingspan of, would you like to know how big the wingspan was, Sheila, from London? Yes, I would. About 28 feet. That's a big old boy, wow. wasn't it? Swooping down 160 million years ago. So we're doing a little bit of that. I'm also talking to an academic, a tattooed professor from America, who says that these days you're more likely to get a job in America if you're sporting ink Then the contrary. So things have changed in the last 15, 20 years, and he's got kind of great theories about why that might be and where tattooing might be going. Have you got any tattoos, Sheila? Oh, you guys are about to ask No, I
2: don't. I don't.
17: Would
6: you like one? Paul Ross is giving away a free tattoo Mm. delivered by his own hand. I I I meant like a jailhouse one because I've got got the bottle of ink and the needle. (laughs) I'll
2: do one for you. Do you fancy one, (laughs) Sheila? Yes, please. I, I used to hate body art, but as I get older, I'm coming around to thinking... Do you know that's what, that's exactly sexy.
17: the same as me. I did not like it, no. don't like it, and I'm get, more of my friends are getting them
6: now. Well, they may offer a, possibly a cautionary tale, not just aimed at female listeners, Sheila, so don't take this personally at all, but a very good friend of mine called Sue, who's now in her early 70s, when she hit 60, she wanted a tattoo, and she had on her left buttock cheek... A little kind of champagne dish, like the old baby sham dish. You know the ones I mean the flat yeah. flat. Oh, I'll I'll bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lovely, okay. So she was fine and she got a bit older and she was in her early seventies and she went back to the doctor with a little bit of trouble and the doctor said slip behind the screen and undress and then she was laying down, he was looking at her lower back and he said, Oh, you're a king gardener then? And my mates, truthfully, my mate says, and no. what do you mean? He says, well, you've got that little spade tattooed on your bottom. And gravity had stretched the champagne <laughs> oh, dish. to no. So it like a mini shovel from a bucket and spade set. Be careful.
2: Katie has just sent me this, Paul. Can I, can you, do you recognise this theme tune?
6: <laughs> it's ringing a, ringing but there have been so many down the years. Is it one of mine? There you go. Do
2: you recognise it, Sheila? I, t- t- I don't yeah. Tellystack! Yeah. Okay. Telestack, mate! <laughs> the show we were just talking about! You can about. climb
6: my throbbing, pulsating
2: stack. <laughs> Paul Ross will be on at <laughs> one o'clock. Thank you, Paul. Sheila, thank you very much. Thank you. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. Tutty bye. Oh, th- thank you for that, Katie, as well. Oh, 0344 four, four, nine, nine, is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, uh, this online. Uh, This online listening is is, is isn't it? It's really not... Um... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Mel, who sent me this. This is uh, from the mirror. Teen has intimate relationship with creepy zombie doll and they're set to marry next month. Felicity Cadleck, who has her doll's name tattooed on her arm, showers the figure with kisses and dresses her in pink clothes. And there's a picture of a young lady... Um, kissing um, like, a, like a zombie doll, with like a, his jaw gone and blood and stuff. A teenager says she's set to marry a creepy zombie doll that she's fallen harder for than any of her past boyfriends. Felicity Cadlick claims she has an intimate relationship with the young female doll called Kelly, which is covered in fake blood and has a mangled face. The ni- Isn't the world a strange play? Isn't it? Isn't it weird? The 19-year-old, who has Kelly's name tattooed on her arm, showers the disturbing figure with kisses and dresses her in pink clothes. The doll was gifted to Felicity when she was just 13 after finding it on a creepy doll collection website, and the pair are now in love. Felicity, from America we need that bit of information. says so she plans to marry Kelly next month. The student said can we can we find this girl for tomorrow's show please haley it's felicity Cadleck, k a d l e c student said i found I found Kelly on a creepy doll collection website. I was gifted her when I was thirteen, but don't worry, guys, if you're worrying about underage zombie doll sex. It wasn't until I was sixteen that I started to get feelings for her, but it was something that I kept on trying to deny. See a picture of this flippin' doll. Dear God! Dear God! And there's her French kissing it! I have had boyfriends in the past, and I always thought that I was in love with them, but they never made me feel the way I do now. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand our relationship, but I am so confident that I'm in love with Kelly, I got her name tattooed on my arm. We have a normal intimate relationship which is progressing in the normal way. And we are getting married in September. Despite having owned Kelly for over six years, Felicity claims it took her three years to discover her true feelings for the doll. Oh, it's horrendous. She said our relationship was on and off since I was 16 because I would tell myself that it was wrong and break it off. This has got to be a con. This, this, this is a gag, right? This, this is promoting a TV series or a movie or something. I'm not buying this for a second. But over the past year, I've really come to terms with my feelings for her and I know that my love for her cannot be changed. I'm intimate with Kelly. I caress her and feel safe with her and I feel a genuine connection when I'm having an intimate moment with her. No, this is this is a con. This is promoting something. Myself and Kelly are now set to get married in September, as it's the same month as our birthdays, and I've even brought the rings. Um, she, although Felicity is confident of her feelings, she claims she has received criticism for her unique relationship. She said, I get a lot of different opinions about Kelly and I's relationship. Kelly and I's. Kelly and I's. Kelly and I's, right, relationship, but I expect that, mine and Kelly's, hers and I know there are some people out there who think I should be with a real human but to me Kelly is real, Um, I do even receive criticism from my friends and family, if we go out with them they won't let me bring Kelly with me, if we go for food she always has to stay inside the car because people will stare at her so we're never, never able to date in public, but regardless of what other people think about our relationship, she makes me happy and I love her, so that's all that matters. I'm not buying that. Let's see if we can get it wrong. I'm not buying that. I think that's bullshine. I think that is... Um, yeah, that's that's got to be for a movie or something, hasn't it? If you're on the YouTube channel I'll send you the link. Here you go um so you can have a little look at it i don't buy that for a second well that's it that's your lot thank you very much team for your help thank you dear listener and dear caller um we'll, i'll be back tonight at 10 i'm here for this week then i'm off next week and Catherine is uh is hosting the show next week so that should be a car crash don't tell her i said that you just get unpleasant don't forget you can download the podcasts if you go to itunes or acast or your usual podcast providers um type in ian lee late night alternative you'll find it or if you type in rabbit hole ian lee Catherine ball you'll find it all there and you may see me online in about an hour and a half eating muesli and listening to paul ross go to facebook.com slash ian lee that's me done paul ross is up next until 10 tonight ta-ta